This is Jonah Hill, and you're listening to the only podcast that matters. Fuck you, mean bitch. It's baby Heems, <laughs> Nehru jacket Heems, OG hipster rap. Hey, yes, that's racist, bro. Please keep your mouth shut. He lays bars on wax. Taco Bell Pizza Hut, the Raja of racism, the actual first brown boy to get it popping, the Prince of Pizza Hut, the Big Boss of Taco Bell, he's the combination Prince of Pizza Hut and Big Boss of Taco Bell, the head honcho of hipster rap, is it too late now to say sorry, the Sultan of Silks, the Sweatshop Shaman, return of the Audio Mac, he's the joke rap joker baby, Bourdain's Queens Boulevard buddy. Rapper Himanchu Heem Surrey. Himanchu, how are you, buddy? I'm okay. Jesus fucking <laughs> Christ. Yeah. I used to do shit like that. I used to get myself you better than that, dude. Oh, way better. Uh, that was a little kids boppy. You're you want to know right now. Thanks, Lawrence. You do it next time. <laughs> yeah. What's up? Heem's in the building. Thanks What's for coming on? in from the. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> a little overwhelmed. Thanks for bridging tunnel. You know, yeah. yeah. Suburban Heems. You're a rapper. <laughs> King of Long Island. Yeah. <laughs> the Fuck Lord of Long Joel. Island. Yeah. yeah. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling stranger now that you just did that. <laughs> you're not too, you're not too sweaty. You're taking him no, back. I mean, I'm feeling a little sweaty. Yeah, I just, <laughs> it's, know, it's supposed to break to down the barriers with the guests, but I feel like I erected them. That just yeah, reversed the effect. Like I ten just, minutes chilling, catching up, and now you're like, whoa, I uh, yeah, yeah, I, just I gotta like, fuck this. Dude. Is that what I've been doing to people like over the last ten years? You know, like jeez. <laughs> Well, well, welcome, bro. What's up, guys? We're happy Show to have you. How's it going? Yeah, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. yeah. Do you consider you're a rapper? Is that how you want to be introduced? Yeah. yeah. I guess I wouldn't consider myself a rapper anymore. I, I'm I, I, uh, an ex-rapper. Uh, yeah, a recovering artist is how. <laughs> Do rappers I would put ever it. retire? Yeah. Well, Jay Z tried. I feel like it's like once you're the president, so like you don't like, get like once. a 401k or anything <laughs> oh, yeah. like that. Well, no, there's like no a, pension in rap. You don't get a Rolex <laughs> from your, your manager after 25 years. No. <laughs> But yeah, you collect royalties if you own your masters. So yeah. that's nice. But do you guys do you own your masters? Yeah, most of them, yeah. How are the royalties looking for a combination pizza and taco bell? Uh I guess they went up after the TikTok meme. Uh yeah. You know, where Little people bump. were talking about their mixed race parents. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is honestly like what a way to further the legacy and then get paid at the same time. It's good because we barely made money back then. Yeah, right. right. Mixtape song. I never put in an ad. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's funny. Except when it's like white girls being like, oh, my dad's Scottish. My mom's like of Germanic descent. And it's like, all right. So you're white? Well, that person's just white, dude. (laughs) White people are the most diverse it gets, really. It's true. Wow. Bars. Bars. (laughs) Uh, Heems, we're so happy to have you. Long time coming. The first thing we want to do is a little fit check where you're going to walk us in the audience at home through the totality of your fit today. Uh, the choice for you, sir, is you can start top down or you can go bottom up. Yeah. All right. I'm going to go bottom up. Oh, you know? nailed it. Yeah. Go well bottom done. up. Um, bought some Prada boots recently. Those yeah, are yeah. fucking nice. Big dude. stompers. Put some money into Prada. Yeah. Uh, some stompers. Uh, Took you about 10 minutes to unlace them to get, into, yeah, to get inside yeah, the apartment. Man. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's and, Prada then, and you know, being Indian, you take your shoes off everywhere exactly, you go. So dude. you got to know like where you're going to wear those two or not. If you're going in an Indian. <laughs> yeah. Not the most efficient stompers to be real. No, no, no. And then I think those like there's some that come with the big like pouch thing. It didn't. Not those. The and dust then, bag. What is it? The dust bag. Or no, you it's like, like a pocket. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, Raph yeah. Simmons pocket. Yeah. The cargo pocket. Is that what it is? I don't know. You're going to find out over the course of the next hour. I don't know anything <laughs> about clothing, which makes this more and more. You know funny. enough to spend your money at Prada? Yeah, there we go. So that's 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 the boots. They're, they're part nylon, part like a uh, regular stomper. And then uh, some simple APC jeans. You what know? are the socks, though? Uh, oh, I don't know. 
mon foot. Mon foot. French for my foot. Yeah. So I got, I took my jeans uh, and uh, I wanted to get like a, a couple of jeans tailored uh, on the length and uh, in the neighborhood in like Hicksville, Long Island, near where I live, big Indian neighborhood, Long Island. Really? Uh, Hicksville is? Uh, yeah, it's called Hicksville, but it's very ironic name. Very <laughs> yeah. Punjabi. Yeah. <laughs> And so I, I Google like where the tailor was. My Indian guy shut down. And so uh, I find this other tailor and I pull up and it's just a house. And there's just an old Punjabi uncle in there. Oh, sick. Did you just <laughs> and, pull up to uh, the crib? Yeah. And it, so I gave him like you know, four pairs of jeans. And I was like, this is the, the fifth. Uh, this is the one I want it like modeled on. And he's like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Come back tomorrow. And there's like all these aunties in there getting like sized up for their like Indian clothes and stuff. And I come back tomorrow and he's like, yeah, you know, 10 bucks each. And he's like, by the way, I changed the fitting of all of them, too. You know? <laughs> like, I made them more fashionable. Oh, really? So it was all these like straight, like kind of boot cut jeans. I don't that know what. Like, Slim straight? A little more appropriate for those boots that are all yeah, just kind of skinny. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Damn, dude. He, so he just took the power into his own hands and was like, I'm going to I'm going to do what I think is right. Which if is any like telling from my Punjabi parents is just the norm. So it's fine. Yeah. So is that what you're wearing? The kind of slim down. I guess, yeah, these are the from jeans. the Hicksville Punjabi Taylor. Yeah. yeah, from Prince Taylor's in Hicksville. Shouts out, Uncle Prince. And then uh, Indian uh, guys are some of the best tailors. My tailor in Midtown, Wazin, shout him out. He's Indian too. Indian they fucking, they're yeah. nice with they it. They do bro. the thing. You, you know, Bangkok, Thailand. Yeah. You got to go see the Indian tailors out oh, there. Yeah. Respect. Definitely did that. Okay, so we got the custom, the custom Punjabi jeans. Yeah, Arsenal jerseys are the laziest thing I do. I wear them pretty much. How many all do you the have? Time. Oh, well, I only became like a fan in like the last four years or so but maybe like eight or nine yeah why would you curse yourself by following such a fucking disappointing terrible squad seemed like uh like uh easier to come to from being a knicks fan okay uh, yeah you know and then uh, you're yeah rock bottom so it's like yeah i'm used to like the (laughs) misery loves company shit talk like i like the whatever state of you're glad for punishment there we go yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) and then uh i guess i hung out a lot in north london and stuff mostly too so it felt like if i had to pick a quote-unquote local uh club for me like pretending to be a guy who's in right. england a lot it would be it sure would be ours, that so. makes sense yeah then the watch is a uh, longine how do you say it? yeah it's i think that's Brissisi. no oh. longine mon foot <laughs> and uh they're all frenched up bro the the apc punjabi fusions yeah. and the didn't know longine. they were french yeah <laughs> so, apc apese. No? But we're putting the we're turning that P to Punjabi, dude. Yeah. Punjabi C. There the it is. Founder of APC. He has done some things where you can point at them and go, "Yo, that's racist." Yeah, oh, he's uh, yeah. But he's just him. But he's, he's but if he didn't wear like racist people's clothing, what's up? I mean, if you there didn't wear, wear clothes made yeah, exactly. by like racist, I got to burn or, all my Dolce, all my Hugo Boss, yeah, all my Jean Paul Gaultier. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Prada somewhere in there, right? I don't know. They're all pretty my fucking well. Yeah, all my Coco Chanel, you know? Yeah, one of the Tommy Hilfiger or no? Well, what he, was yeah, the he, final he verdict? Was, on, he, he was pretty. I, I think, think he, I think that was an racist. urban legend. Yeah. I think the explicitness of his racism is the urban legend. Like, I don't know if he like went on Oprah and was like, black people can't. Wear Meanwhile, my clothes, like but, the head of Nautica was really racist and yeah, no one gave a exactly, shit because it was yeah. Nautica. But I think like, <laughs> I think the whole thing is that Hell they he weren't had happy. A conniption. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, they say that about Ralph and Tommy. None of those. They didn't want. That's not the customer base that they wanted, right. which, of course, made them cool and relevant. But, you know, hard to tell an old white guy that. I miss those days, though. Um, <laughs> the racist days? No, just those days, like Tommy and Polo. Oh, uh, yeah. Nostalgic. Were you like, like, a, were you like a low head? Not, nothing like that, but I would go to Macy's and buy those three brands prim- primarily. Did and you then, boost at all, or were you? No, I would steal the little orange squishy things on the Nautica clothes <laughs> and then put them on my Jansport. Okay. But I didn't, like, steal or anything. Right. I was a middle-class Indian kid. No. Right, okay, <laughs> respect. Not clothes I didn't steal. Yeah. Well, what did you, you steal? Not clothes. Okay. 
Okay, all right. Where's the statute of limitations on not right. close? <laughs> and then this what's is, the cap? This is, this is a pre-9-11 Oh, the world. cap is uh, from The Best Man, which uh, I guess is a movie starring Tay Diggs. Yeah, it's a sequel to, um, or is there's a sequel, and I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about? It's like two movies. And- I remember seeing like an oh. hour of it um, and actually like being, well, I watch, I can watch like really yeah, a lot of romantic comedies and stuff and watching it and being like, this is a good cast and and enjoying it for like an hour or so. Is uh, romantic is comedy, it, is that your preferred genre? In, in some ways, it, it's fallen off. It's hard to now like right. be a fan of the genre. But yeah, I would say that was, uh, again, like my entry point being like Bollywood. That was the easiest mm-hmm. shit to like comprehend and be like, this is what I know. Lawrence okay. just did some hard hitting research. So the yeah, Best, best man. man is yeah. the 1999 original. The Best Man Holiday is the sequel that came out in 2013. Starring Tay Diggs and who else? The ensemble cast. Uh, let's see here. We got Tay Diggs, Neil Long, Neil Regina Long. Hall. Regina. Um, and then uh, that's all that's listed. There's in no the first paragraph of Wikipedia. Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut for sure. Chestnut. Chestwood. Yeah. Chestnut. Chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> Him too. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, in there, right? Terrence Howard. Terrence Howard. Um, Insane man. Uh, who else? Uh, Monica Calhoun. Melissa Megan Good? Was Megan Good in it? No, oh, not Megan. Damn Good. it! Before I'm her burn time. this fucking hat. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that from, so is that a real? Is that from '99 or did you like? Is that do you have that made in the mall? <laughs> no, I got it on eBay, man. <laughs> That's casting crew. My, my my hitch shirt didn't come in. That was crew. Are you wearing a lot this. of uh, rom com merch off eBay? I guess I guess in the last couple of weeks I've it's been Arsenal jerseys I, and rom com merch. A, You're all over the place, a dog. Hitch casting crew shirt, a failure to launch tank top. Oh, uh, I saw that announcing on it on and a DVD. bunch of and some skinny jeans and uh, <laughs> skinny jeans. <laughs> no, dude. And, uh, yeah, hell yeah, bro. You're just living. You're you're like high school hemes. You're like sty high hemes. I guess I'm stuck in a time warp and I haven't like matured in 20 years. If that's what you mean, yeah. You and me both, brother. Yeah, yeah. just frozen. So we're still just stuck in uh, high school. <laughs> yeah, right? well, that's right. We you went guys, to high school together. We did go yeah, to high people, school. Together. I don't know if people know that. Yeah, yeah. That's but you were you're older than us. Yeah. I think you're a year older. One uh, grade? You started a one or two, one yeah. grade, one grade, two grades, <laughs> one or two you grades. Started, can I talk about the uh, the gang that you started? I didn't start the gang, but okay. go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> three third. No, what was it? Third world. Fam. Third world. Third yeah, world. Three dub. Three w. Third world fam. I wasn't allowed in. <laughs> you ready? Three dub fam. Did? I don't think so. I wasn't. I was too yellow or too no, white. No, we had some. We had a couple of Asians. Really? Yeah, we had one white dude too. Austin. Who? Austin. Uh, Austin. Oh, H. well, that's that's just. <laughs> can you? Do you have to get jumped in, or is it no? Like, that's what affirm- is it? that's you had your you affirmative there? action with the one white guy. We had we had him in on the affirmative action clause. You didn't have to get jumped in. There was another crew of like uh like Latino and black kids, which is a smaller population at Sty, and yep. they made up a gang called Platano Rangers, which is <laughs> wow. and uh, we're Hell all yeah. like you have to we're all kind of like nerdy kids trying to get right. into Ivy League colleges at this math and science <laughs> high school. None of us like really have any like claim to like you know gang like, activity gang yeah, well, actually some of the kids that like hung out with us they were part of what was ccc the caribbean culture club mm. so their gang grew out of the um, sure. after school culture club but there was a chinese kid that got fucking sliced open by a yakuza by like a son of a yakuza while we were in high school yeah and then he came back and he had some a scar like all the way up his body japanese on chinese crime yeah i didn't know anything about that was he triad is that was it like a i don't know do you know about like the crossfire beefs like when people were getting like slashed and like into big ass fights over no what was cross strike counter strike counter Counter strike because crossfire is that game right right that'd be be dope yeah yeah like seven year olds (laughs) wait there was there was counter strike beef crossfires at each other third world fam grew out of in in funny indian science fashion mp3 world.com 
God. which was actually would have been fucking dope if they like stuck with a, it was a file kind of like an mp3 website one of our friends Monin made and then from there it became three world three world third world and yeah we we were like 30 40 minority kids mostly at stuyvesant and another specialized science all wearing high north school. faces well everyone at that in high school wore north yeah, faces north face. like uh yankee there was a fight there was a big fight over um a Korean kid was selling fake North faces to the white kids. And there's a fight over that. I have a, I have a North face story, but the uh, statute of limitations on oh. it. Oh, well, yeah. was that, like 20 so, years like, ago. <laughs> we have, we had, we had friends that went to other high schools too and stuff. And so like to them, there was like, yeah, these, you know, Stuyvesant's a joke. And like, you know, you deal with that growing up in New York city. Yeah, you know, just just like a nerd or dweeb yeah, or whatever. Let's gang up. Nerd. So they stop yeah. making fun of us. <laughs> we'll so, call it third world. So I think there was like a school dance. It's die. And our friends are, from other schools are like, guy, right, these, these are marks. So well, let's go over there and pick up like 20 North face jackets. <laughs> so, you know, and so they come over and I don't, it wasn't me, you know, somebody's like, this is the closet where everything is guys, you know, go ahead. Oh, they let him in the back door yeah point oh and yeah show the coach yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, i get it i, I see, left I see. with like 20 30 north face jackets wow, in like oh one the great nupsy caper yeah <laughs> and uh and then some of like the white kids i was also friends with who got their shit taken and i think i oh, had to organize like a diplomatic give back <laughs> which like, was like uh it's like that photo of like two the the red bandana and blue bandana which is two north faces tied up I, I, I don't know i i was playing i was you brokered a truce they weren't like opposite well i guess you could call that white crew for show squad i was you know <laughs> oh that was my fucking- yeah for show squad <laughs> so, so just some was, good names dude so yeah well there was also from my neighborhood whites of the world which was wow Ooh, okay that, that sounds-, sounds a little too nationalistic we gave them the name liking. we threw all oh, of them okay. and like i think some of them were like well, oh, so it's like the white girls are like my dad's Scottish, my mom's of Germanic descent. Yeah, you're you're wow. We were just into the like odd odd race war humor from an early age. So like we played football on the weekends against the white kids in the neighborhood, and we they they were the whites of the world, and we were third world. And then yeah, like the whites in high school named themselves for show squad. And so I organized the big uh, the big like uh, uh, tradering back of like five jackets or so. It was so. like that scene in the Warriors, all the gangs come to the fucking yeah. park. But like with Ti with Ti eighty three calculators, everyone just enforces. And uh, what's the ring? Oh, yeah. wow. oh, interesting. Yeah, my dad. Um, yeah, my this is my dad's ring. I started wearing nice. more of his jewelry. This is my dad's ring. I started wearing more of his jewelry after he passed away. So did he have mad jewels? Not like crazy. He wasn't into like jewelry a lot. My mom would just buy him shit over time. Okay, so he had like some rings and and uh, but um, that's yeah. sick, dude. Yeah, it's just got, I guess, some diamonds on there. And then uh, if I, oh, shit, I forgot to wear some jewelry. But yeah, I'd probably wear my grandmother's gold as well. Just mm. some family gold. Like necklaces? Or? Yeah, really long necklaces, like, for women. But, Sick. You know, again, coming from that 90s kind of long chain era where everybody had, like, what to was the it? belly button. Yeah, on some <laughs> prodigy shit, my chain down to my dick. <laughs> Do your chain hang low? Do I move to and right. fro? What's Which that was the... That's uh, Jibs. Jibs. That was Jibs. <laughs> well, thanks for that, because I always was like, when is someone going to sample the ice cream truck? And that was that song, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you're right. You and it's like the kids, do your chain? And it's like like a... Uh, more like yeah speaking of kids bob like can you throw it <laughs> off your shoulder like a something something soldier yeah, um what about this soldier? My, my diet ginger ale from oh, yeah, one of the right. big three yeah and what about this little bracelet here oh this is uh when you go to the temple your priest ties sometimes a little red bracelet around you nice. so that's kind of died out over time and then um the jacket oh i got like a little prada jacket Woo! too Dude, the Prada Something, fucking uh, poppy. The Prada Punjabi poppy, dude. <laughs> so the, oh, the Prada poppy. The Punjabi. I like that. 
PPP. Yeah, my man's pushing yeah, P, dude. I'm giving loans out here, <laughs> funding these fucking herbs. <laughs> yeah, loaning swag, dude. <laughs> you got to pay it back though. The jacket. Yeah, just another. It's, up, it's on your chair, e- but yeah, that's behind uh, me. Thank you. Yeah. Did you just like go to you just go to Prada and like blow a little bag? No, this was on eBay for like two hundred and fifty. Oh bucks. shit, yeah, little yeah. vintage. But is Prada your current? It was current shit. Oh really? Huh? Have you been splashing on a product? Is that your current shit right I now? I think right now, a little bit of product of the Stoffa we were talking about. Yeah, How do you yeah. say it? Stoffa? Stoffa these nuts. Stoffa these <laughs> Stoffa? Yeah, like Bofa, but Stoffa. Yeah. <laughs> We've been doing that. Uh, gonna go there tomorrow look, and look at some clothes. You're on your chic shit. Like, you look, it's like very... Well, because I'm like old now and That's stuff. And then, oh, C-H-I-C. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, no, yeah. not Seek. No, chic. No. Well, I'd be on that too, yeah. Um, <laughs> What were we just talking Grown about? Man your product, your product, your product I guess, jacket. yeah, I guess, I guess I'm trying to dress more like an adult. And then also, like, if you look back at a lot of the fucking shit that I wore in that series, it was terrible. Yeah. Oh, we're going to get to that. Oh, God. But it's we're like emblematic of the time. It's just like when you're talking about high school and shit. Yeah. It's like, that's what get people look like. So I guess this is my effort to wear a little bit more grown man stuff, Prada stuff. And that 1111, I wear a bunch yeah. of mm, stuff. Yeah. You know, did you see the 1111 rug over there? I was going to ask if the, if the, the textile is uh, Japanese, but the rug. Yeah. Uh, in front of the couch, which I don't know if you can see, that's 1111. Shout out 1111, shout out um, Stofa, friends of the show. Yes. Shout and she was kind enough to Nick include a Mia. shirt when she saw, the, I think she saw the name and maybe I put throwing fits as the company. Just Oh, really? Think. That's a smart that's, little sometimes maneuver. I, sometimes I'll do that. Yeah. Uh, for you, like you're signing up for stuff, you put company, das racist and see. <laughs> no. Like, at Heems. <laughs> yeah, Heems. Yeah, Heems at dasracist.com. <laughs> no, what would that no. <laughs> What about the panties? Yeah. Underneath here? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Unless uh, you're wearing them outside of your pants, <laughs> the audience can't see. Heems is wearing his underwear outside. Of no, his I just APCs. I was a little uh, 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 thrown aback by that question. I got some Calvin Klein's on. Nice uh, boxer know, briefs, boxer briefs, Calvin Klein, Respect. blue, mm-hmm. and then uh, blue, and then uh, an A shirt. I always wear like growing up. Even it's just like we call them banyans or bananas in Hindi. But I always always that's better than saying a, beater. Yeah, I always got to have a, a, a beater, a banana, a banana, a wife, a, I like banana. a wife pleaser. Yeah. Is, as we say, in a the wife. Show. Nice. Yeah. yeah. A wife respecter, well, dude. Because the guns are out. <laughs> yeah, you know? for real. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> and we were sipping on, like oh, yeah. you said, diet ginger big, ale. Big soda boys today in the building. Yeah, because, you know, there's a lot of like uh, good non-alcoholic bevies out here these days. And I really appreciate that. And uh, but for me, the diet ginger ale, um, again, coming from. Week. Yeah. It is. And any of the big three, I don't like the real ginger beers. They make my my jaw freak out. And so, yeah. Can- oh, that shit's spicy. Canada dude. Dry, Seagram's. That was my one rider request, yeah. which is I've come a long way from demanding a copy of Blade at every venue. <laughs> really? Was that on? Was that Blade, your rider? Blade was on the rider, yeah. But nobody ever gave us a copy of Blade. <laughs> I remember I went to a <laughs> DVD. I, it was probably, they, I mean, I think each of us would, would be like, well, it was definitely Blade, not Hitch. Yeah, I went to I went to a Das Racer show, Lawrence. Please don't interrupt. I went I'm to a sorry. Das Racer show. No, Lawrence. Uh, to a no, Dash I'm Racer sorry show. you went to that. Oh no, no, no! Show. I went to a bunch, bro. Yeah. I was at like your first Santos show when uh you you performed just laying on the ground and there were like twelve people in the audience. But Fuck um, yeah. it was at Mother New York, which is where Sham now works. Yeah, right. Remember the shit I, like all the way in the uh, west side, and your rider included a pack of tube socks. Yeah, of course. What do you mean, of course? Tube socks are like classic rider essential. Stuff. You, yeah. yeah, you have to have. Is it because you want the socks? You want to make sure that they're reading it because you're on tour and, and like they get you don't get to do as much laundry and like, you know, your feet all smell and, and stuff and you're jumping up and down. You're on, on tour. We're like on the West. We're like 45th and 11th. Like. <laughs> but your rider stays the same. You don't oh, change okay. it according yeah, to like blade on DVD, tube socks and <laughs> yeah. then uh, fucking diet ginger ale. What yeah. was like the what was like the food and bevy situation on the rider? 
Uh, maybe gummy bears you wanted. <laughs> um, maybe hummus and some like veggies and stuff. Okay. Shoko would love the kind bars and a bunch of tea and stuff. And, Damn, and he'd drink uh, tea in there. And, but That's nothing, all fair nothing shit. ever like crazy or anything. Besides the blade on DVD. <laughs> yeah, besides the blade, which, which no one ever. Yeah, which <laughs> never. No. This is bullshit, man. These it's men are bullshit. artists. If they want blade on DVD, no. get them blade on DVD. They need to get into the mindset. Yeah. <laughs> the Nightwalker mindset. The Wesley Snipes mindset. TM, dude. <laughs> well, complete fit. Taking check. it all in, guys. Taking it all in. You just had a you just had like a flashback to like performing at an yeah, ad at Mother. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, actually, shouts out Mother, my man Miles over there in the UK. Mother UK. Okay. I fuck with them heavy. Yeah, we make some art together. Yeah, our boy Sham, making our some producer. art together. Mm-hmm. Shom, uh, Chef Sham of Indian Sen. He's fucking listening right now. Mm-hmm. He works at Mother. See, we're, we're probably logged. In. I think I'm logged into a Zoom right now. <laughs> yeah. So there, you know, Mother's down with like two brown dudes. At least, at least, exactly. at least. Yeah, at so. least. No, nah, actually, my boy Miles from Broken Antenna um, is a video director, and he's like uh, a video like director at Mother in the UK. But they let him make videos and okay. shit, and so like we, using we, their gear. We've done some stuff together for, with Sweatshop Boys, and then with nice. Audio Mac, uh, like we've done some kind of British like rap, drill rapper content, like uh, performance stuff together. So I actually really fuck with Mother out Mother's there. Mother's yeah. family, bro. Mother. Friends yeah. of the show. But mama. Mama. Yeah. Mother sponsor. We're all sucking on that teat, baby. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. Eames. Um, let's start off where, where we have to start, bro. Why did Das Racist break up? <laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a lot. And like over time, we, we grew apart and what, I was saying before is like, you know, a lot of that band was like a a friendship, like, you know, almost like not performative in that we were faking it, but in that, like, it was a friendship carried out on records, Mm. on stages. Mm. And, you know, a lot of it was this like kind of wanting to let fans in on the hangout session. And I was saying it kind of is reminiscent of podcasts or like, you know, that that world or like of the two cool dudes who were friends with inside jokes and, and people want to be a part of that. But slowly kind of just grew apart and we're in different worlds. And like also we're very different people that like happen to go to the same college and mm-hmm. be like share this really weird experience. But then after that, there was like less in common. So sure. I'll also say probably managing the band. I just like took on like a lot and. Too much. Um, yeah. And then like, it's just, I mean, and it's a lot to manage to go on the road, like the mental health, the fame, the drugs and sex and the like shitty food eating and traveling <laughs> and like, you know, people yeah. thinking it's a good Should've time. Stocked up and, on those kind bars, bro. Yeah. No, Dap had it right with the health <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Did you break up in China? No. So we broke up on, on our way to our second tour in China. But the first time we went to China, we broke up for like a night. Okay. And then like, why'd you break up? China's cursed, dude. I don't know why we broke up, but <laughs> we broke up and then we made up. And then in Korea, like in the next tour stop, um, one night we got back one morning, like we got back to the hotel and we thought Victor was like there or late. So we waited around or we, we traveled around the whole city kind of looking for Victor, <laughs> but he was actually right and made it to the next city on time. And we were totally wrong and just assumed he was like right. doing some like asshole shit. And then, uh, so Korea, we, we like wandered around the city, then finally made it there. At some point, Ashok gave me two black eyes. Uh, <laughs> I guess I got into a fight. Two with him. separate incidents, or no? I think it was maybe a, a good combo, man. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Oh, two it was the only time I got like punched directly in the face and shit. <laughs> 
And uh, <laughs> you know why he punched you in both? I was probably being a terrible. I'm a terrible person. It's very. I'm like. I'm surprised I haven't been punched in the face many more times. So, <laughs> were you in manager mode, or was, was it like, or well, just asshole mode? War, like it could have been the like, like the exact opposite of manager mode. This is like this complete piece of shit over here. Instead of like the guy making sure everything's sticking together. Right. Like you're in the right city for the next tour stop. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 again, like jet lag and all this classic right. shit that you could think of and stuff. But yeah, Korea was mad fun. But no, the, the, we broke up like right before the the second trip to China. And then I just went alone. And uh, then I kept going back to China. I went like three or four more times really? and performed out there alone. Yeah. Why do you fuck with China so much? I really liked touring out in Asia when like the band broke up and, and like I, I was just like I got gigs in Asia and they wouldn't pay me a lot. But I get to meet all these amazing people and see like what youth culture and what the scene is like out there and what like, you know, people wore and drugs they took. And like, you know, it was a really interesting time. So what I drugs was, were they doing in China? They, they were doing the same drugs everywhere. Pretty okay. much. <laughs> everywhere drugs, you go. They're pretty it's much, a universal language. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much everywhere you go. They're doing the same shit. Uh, who, who do you think fumbled the bag harder? Uh, like you and Das Racist or Pete Davidson breaking up with Kim Kardashian? Probably, probably us. Right? Yeah. Because if you if you do the math here, now let me let me walk you. No, I'm just, <laughs> I don't have anything. But we were like revisiting, like in preparation for this. Well, what bag? I told you we didn't get any Taco Bell money. <laughs> right. You know. Did we you? Were, did they approach you? Did Pizza or Taco Bell? We didn't. Approach we you? didn't get booked by Coachella then, which like we weren't cool enough. You right. Know, look at. But didn't you headline uh, Lollapalooza at that point? We, I that's think where we played dubbed? Lala. We played um, Bonnaroo. We played like Primavera. So the lesser fests. But still well, we wanted Coachella, money. you know, and yeah. but, but then I did play Coachella with Riz and with Sweatshop Boys. So right. that was a thing that I got to check off the list. But, but like what's the saying, I think we were revisiting like like the press, the critical acclaim, the fucking pitchfork ratings, spin like, magazine re- cover and yeah. just re-listening to the music. And we're like, damn, it was it was really only like a two year, three right. year run, yeah. which I, yeah, 2010 to like 2012. Like right. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't feel like that. It felt like a lot longer today. Right. I was just thinking about the fact that we only went out to Asia like once and we, we went out to Europe like only twice. So yeah. a lot, a lot, a lot of the other shit on tour has just been rolling around alone between like India right. China, Korea, Thailand. Was it touring that fucked you guys ultimately? Yeah. Like, do you think if that's the part? I think we were closer than a lot of bands. We kind of lived together and then right. toured together and then didn't have a manager and right. we were like super DIY. So whereas other bands like had space from each other and stuff, we, sure. we were just like, uh, you know, I guess it's it was much cooler when like. Rockhampton did it, but we all lived in the same house. And <laughs> right. it was just 28 like, of them, so you could yeah. go if you were, yeah, if there you were, were like with five this guy, of us in like a three or four bedroom thing with two of us living on couches. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and it wasn't like I think obviously there's that like cultural capital there, but you don't get paid for any of that shit. Right, so right, it's right. not like there was a big bag to fumble. Clout don't pay the bills. No, no. no joke rap was not a healthy <laughs> investment, apparently. Were you guys at that? Were you even like taking it seriously? Because like we talk about this New York rise. And I definitely backwards. was because I like the the like Indian or business they were like you know there's a part of me that was like this is like this is going when it's going it's going yeah. you got to talk to your lawyer you got to talk to your publicist sure. you're, you're like you want to collaborate with people you're speaking that artistic language you're in the zone and like you know you it's it's just going you know yeah but then yeah it is about like how yeah uh, if you're not present for if a tree falls <laughs> so I don't really know I don't I don't try to think about like that shit a lot Wait, I want to ask. So uh, it sounds like you're you're touring quite often in Asia. Is it true you once got roofied in Japan? Yeah, I got roofied <laughs> in Rapongi. I that. apologize. Oh wait, by, so was it by a gaijin or by a Japanese? Person? Not by a gaijin. Okay. No, it was uh, Ni- Nigerian. 
Oh, uh, all right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the Nigerians um, work with the Yakuza. Yeah. Though, so it's did not you get like, your North Face stolen? Is that what happened? No, <laughs> was it karma? Charge, they roofied. Okay, I got roofied in Rapongo, and I did, <laughs> which is a fire title. For yeah, I was memoir. gonna say I got <laughs> roofied in Rapongi, and title. I didn't rap roofied about it. Um, and uh, no, I got roofied, and then I woke up, and uh, I was in this like bar with no windows on like the fourth floor of a building, and there were like there no was windows. a blanket on me, and I was like, <laughs> the fuck? these sweet, gentle, sensitive people <laughs> having taken care of me, I've gone off in my chaotic ways again, but somehow I found a sense of community here in this Nigerian bar where they put a blanket on me, and so so they I get up and they're like ushering me out, like get the fuck out of here, we got your money, we got what we need. There's some other people coming. And I'm like, hey guys, what's going on? They're like, don't talk to them. I'm like, okay. Holy I go fuck. downstairs. The guy's like, you know, it's a snowstorm. It was literally, I don't know why my friend like left me, and I because I was probably like, all right, leave me. You know? yeah. Yeah. Uh, fuck you. And um, and so I yo, this roofie hitting. I'm good. <laughs> like, what happened? And then uh, yeah, I come downstairs. It's a snowstorm, and like they get me a cab, and I'm like, this is these guys are great. This is five star service. Yeah. And so the next day, I'm talking to like a friend of mine was the promoter, and he also like. Oh, wow. This is so long ago. He also like worked at like American apparel in Japan. And so he, uh, he, Japan he, apparel. He had, uh, no, it was, you know, come, come on, come on. Not everything's a joke, guys. <laughs> Sorry. We're talking about you getting Not, sex trafficked. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's like, oh yeah, you know, that's how they get your money. And I was like, what? Like the next day we're at some, like, uh, it was like a, like almost like a Barnes and Noble in a mall. And, and uh, yeah, this guy was like, that's, yeah, check your uh, bank account. And I was like, what? And so I go over to like the internet cafe yeah. uh, to check my bank account. And uh, there was $10,000 uh, charged or like $5,000 charged to uh, braid and extensions hair company. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's your hair? Well, I, I called Chase Bank and I was like, you know, they use Indian hair for that shit, right? Like, like I'm Indian. I don't need to be out here <laughs> yeah. buying motherfucking Indian hair. I got it already. Yeah, it's mine. On them? Like, Have you seen my like, fucking wig, dude? I look great. Like, come on. Look me up. Look at the hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's all coconut oil. Keep the cover of Spin Magazine. For I got flow, dog. Did you get the money back based yeah, on the Yeah, they gave me the money back. I think I would have gotten it without this silly thing about hair. That was stupid. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude! Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's road it's, dog uh, stories. There's been a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn. What was like? I mean, you guys were were doing this all like pre social media. I mean, what? There was Twitter definitely because that was a big part of how like we came on the come up. But yeah, we weren't like on IG or anything. They, what were those cameras that people used to? Not a GoPro. It's like almost before GoPros. Any anyway. What like live vlogging? It was like a social sharing know, thing or it was like, like a brick kind thing. of like yeah. rectangle thing that had a camera on it with like a USB like, plug. And that was it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. I forget what that was. But like, are you glad that the cameras weren't around when you guys were getting up to your shenanigans? Ashok has a shit ton of footage. He, he, he collected on that thing I'm talking about. So there's definitely like was oh, a lot of, Yeah. Yeah. That's how. He, that's how. Yeah. <laughs> that's how he got chilling island, dude, on HBO. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because bribing me got yeah, him. Which I I fucking, if bribing me, we could. Just I didn't work it out. I hadn't worked the conspiracy yeah, yeah, fully yeah. out, but yeah, yeah. But like, Please. if there was, if it was, like, obviously there were camera phones, but I guess like, if like IG had been around, like, it would have. Ch- I don't look at it like that because people definitely uploaded shit because maybe I'm not thinking of that racist. It just continued on right. for me for like five, six, sure, seven years fair. later in other bands and doing other yeah. shows, and so it's hard for me to isolate like that time as pre 
kind of social media. So, yeah, mm, that's fair. So toss that question in the trash. <laughs> fucking <Throw> idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Eames, let me ask you this. Was Das racist ahead of its time? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's it's like I sound like an asshole if I said it. I think it was definitely in the time it needed to be, actually. It wasn't it's ahead of, of its time. time. Yeah, it's very of, of its time. I wouldn't say it was ahead of its time or like, you know, I, I'd say it came out of the, the time that it needed to come out of and like captured that time as well as, as like a lot of things. Um, as, like, yeah, better than other things, maybe. Mm. But like I said, it was this kind of weird digital time like pre-podcast and like do kids who would have started rap groups or bands now just start podcasts and not put their energy into real creativity fellows i mean listen, dude. <laughs> yeah you, you heard, heard you heard, heard him up top i don't know my 16 on bars yeah. necessarily but i think that like when we listen back to the shit and not to just keep gassing you up but that is the nature of the and show but we're listening and it doesn't sound like and listen it, it might not feel like it came out yesterday but it doesn't feel dated either and i think that's like the music and like it's still except like the obama up. references <laughs> yeah right but which like, i was like chock full of right because it <laughs> they handed it to me on a silver plate by osama and obama rhyming together I right mean, like, yeah there was one what were you supposed to do yeah, dude? Yeah, like if you could pinpoint like who that one fucking thing you know it was that's me rhymes with biden yeah shit well come unless on. you were biding your time i was gonna go with something like that but i decided <laughs> i didn't want to but it was you, beneath me. <laughs> but if you guys had like come out like now, would you have been more mainstream? I mean, not that you weren't mainstream, if, but I don't know if. No, I don't. Oh, would we have been more mainstream? Yeah. I know that like the record labels didn't know like what to do with us and stuff. And right. like, you look, you're talking about a time where like Danny Brown talks about not getting signed because he was wearing tight jeans. Sure. And so to look at us and like, you know, like these kind of ethnically ambiguous Indian or Latino or whatever Middle Eastern kids. Yeah. yeah mm -hmm. That, that, they they didn't know what to do with this. And so I was actually better that we were like independent and work things out that way and own our masters. So, right. Yeah. That's true. Uh but yeah. The silver lining for sure. But I think like music has has it's gotten weirder. I mean, I guess if you reduce us to like our humor stuff, again, it's hard for me to talk about just this is isolated as Das Racist because so many it's it, for me, I think of it as Das Racist, then the solo shit right. running around Asia and then the stuff with Riz. And so sure. it, it kind of blurs into one another. Are Sweatshop Boys still active? Uh, we're a group chat. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> how, every, how every good duo starts, dude, yeah. from so, the group chat. Just read the group chat on, on Wax and then just have a spoken word album. So, yeah. yeah. That's no, your podcast, dude. The, the, I, I can't do the spoken word. That's Riz's like, thing. I can't mm, do it. True. I'm not as good at, at true. it. True. But, but he, um, but you wear boots better than he does. I would hope so. But he has like a, he, he probably has much cooler the product clothes than me now, and he's got like a stylist and stuff. Yeah, Julie you know. Regolia, dude. Oh, that's right. We she's know sick. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, she, I think she does a couple of people. She that does. Are, she's yeah, big like time. Rami and like uh, Donald and a couple. Yeah. I said their names for like first names, like I know them. Well, R I guess R I know. Well, Riz wore our boy Angelo's 4S design yeah. to the Met Gala. Um, and Julie like helped and styled her. Yeah, and that was, was some like, kind of Indian shit. No, no, it was, like, shit? it was like a blue collar, like working man's thing. And it didn't get the best reviews, but I think it knowing Angelo and knowing Julie and Riz, I think it came from a pure place. Right, knowing Riz, and, then if, for then, sure. and everyone's just going to clown on you on Twitter. I mean, that's right. what's going to happen regardless. That's actually why I don't go to the Met Gala. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah, no, yeah, same, yeah, same, yeah, dude, yeah. 100%. Yeah, it's not like, worth it. It's not no, It's just such so industry now. <laughs> like, yeah. Do you think Rizzy style is underrated? 
Underrated? I don't. I don't or know overrated. how people measure. Like you guys probably have a better gauge on how people. He's rated. Like, he's such a beautiful man that like yeah, he's, he's gonna look like good. they talk about his clothes. He has a stylist to me. That's, yeah. <laughs> like, that's yeah, yeah. Like, so he's on red carpets. Does yeah. he ever come but to you for fashion advice? Earlier on, like yeah, well, I was definitely the band stylist for for a couple video shoots and like for touring. I would definitely give a lot of like creative input on clothing. Um, but then I got replaced by this Julia or Julie mm. over time. Yeah. So you think Riz would ever come on the pod? No. <laughs> no way. We appreciate the candor. No. <laughs> and the straightforwardness. No. Um, going back to Death Race real quick. So combination pizza and Taco Bell, arguably your biggest mainstream moment. Sure. Do you hate that song or do you love it? I, I, again, I feel kind of like ambiguous or like i don't have that much of a feeling on, on it like i think it's pretty cool it lives on and people kind of like are constantly still memifying it it feels cool to be a part of one of like the earlier memes i think right yeah, absolutely um, like the, the yeah, one of the first you and that duck sauce song yeah. i learned like podcasting and memes this I, guy's I, a genius, I learned dude. what <laughs> meme was when like a writer who's like more educated or like smarter than me was like this is a meme and i was like i made a meme yeah. this is like 2009 you know yeah, in the village voice or something i made a meme like, yeah yeah like yeah <laughs> Does it bother you when people like, okay, that being your legacy, and I feel like you have like a very It's healthy, such a fun, stupid legacy to have that it's right. like a harmless legacy. Well, it's hard. Yeah. It's like, it's it's sick, but like, do you feel that- you got one. Yeah. yeah I got, a lot, of, yeah, people, a lot of people don't. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you know legacy, having ass motherfuckers yeah. like us, dude. I wouldn't even know what that's like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was meant to have a legacy since our math and science high school <laughs> where I was the vice president. But like, when we were looking at the spin cover- And where I negotiated Northeast- <laughs> Broker. Yeah, the Tristies, dude. Yeah. But like when we looked you at both the start of the war and you ended it. <laughs> yeah. That's politics for you, baby. Yeah. But like people definitely like the spin magazine cover. It's the joke issue, right? Like obviously like the cover in and of itself is an accomplishment, but like it felt like you guys, whether or not you were ahead of your time, whatever, you were kind of reduced to joke rap. And yeah, you, we, we, yeah. But, but you and that doesn't that didn't bother you. It doesn't at bother the you time. Now. It definitely bothered. They didn't it, like people not taking you seriously. Like hipster yeah. rap or right. joke rap. And we fucking like talked about it a lot like that. We didn't. Um. That you know, we get no respect. Yeah, we. I, I think a lot of our early interviews were about that and like the notion of like authenticity and right. these things of like you know we rap about like a hundred things and you kind of take out these bits. But yeah, I, at, at the same time, I mean, if that's that's like why you're getting attention, you're yeah. kind of just like maybe it is better than no attention or like you sure. know how hard it is to fucking make music and have it take off I or have even anybody even yeah. interested in it. I mean, you know, from building things like it's extremely difficult. So. I I mean, I, well, in that way, I think Dastries was ahead of its time in that, like, you look at Doja Cat, she got famous off a song about a motherfucking yeah. cow, yeah. right? Whereas, like, uh, where she's much more talented than, like, sure, I am yeah, in yeah. reality. And more so, racist, apparently. Yeah. More racist, <laughs> yeah. but you have uh, more eyebrows because she just shaved them shits off. Oh, yeah. I definitely do. Even if, yeah, <laughs> that, I'm not lacking. That's your legacy. I'm not lacking. In the, but in the the eyebrows, eyebrows are, your, are your real legacy. But no. no, like, I think, like, labeling somebody as joke rap or as, like, hipster rap or whatever. I mean, look at fucking, like, Yeet, right? Like, yeah. Or every great rapper's hilarious. Cameron, hilarious. Ghostface, hilarious. Right. Kanye, we were, hilarious. And, and literally, like, like, my favorite rappers were Ghostface, Cam, yeah. MF Doom, Hell Kanye. Yeah. Hilarious. Like, so like literally, if truly you hilarious if, guys. If, like, rapping should be put a the complete, <laughs> like, no. Nah. I don't want to mess it up. Made in India. Is it? <laughs> we'll just put it right here. Okay. Let his spirit guide us. But like it was weird that people were so hard on you guys about it. Because we didn't look like, the part. And a lot of them were like, fair. also like, not just like it was also coming from like white people that wanted the part to look a certain way. And yeah. it wasn't like, you know, from people 
like it, it, a lot of it was expectations of like white fans on us of like what they wanted their rappers to Projection. be or sound yeah. like. And so like there were definitely people, it was the gangster hour, there right? were definitely people in like rap blogging who were like, fuck these guys, this is a joke. But then there were, we got like a lot of love actually from, from people like Dallas Penn, Combat Jack yeah. that kind of looked at us and like, so as much as there were people that didn't get it, there were enough people that did get it or like when, you know, like, yeah, when like for me, like I got enough validation from people that I wanted where I didn't really care. If like Sean Price thought I was good at rapping, that really at oh, the right, end of the day, that conversation so, is over. Yeah, so it, yeah, it, it's, it is what it is. But that's is. also why when you listen now, it doesn't feel dated because no. it is like so kind of of the moment now, where it is like referential uh-huh. or like there's humor, there's seriousness, there's every, a little bit of everything, you know, with like crazy production that that sounds like it came not of this world. Yeah. Yeah, I can't think about it in the context of like a, a, a ye or like what people listen to now or how that like how over time that relates to each other. It just I don't know. Right. To, can't focus on. But one. this is something that bothered you back then, but maybe doesn't bother like the per, your perspective has changed. Yeah, it's been it's 10 like, years. Yeah, I don't really like, give a shit. And then like it was definitely like the joke thing was also like we were talking about race and stuff. And so that was like a, we were vocal about that being like a, a coping me- mechanism for like, you know, dealing with actual anxiety and stuff related mm-hmm. to race. And, Which is real shit. And as real as it gets. Honestly. But yeah. And that and that's why the band also ended, because it's like we, I couldn't joke about stuff like race that much after that point in time as well. You know, it mm-hmm. became like not a useful coping mechanism to think about race. And that's why just by, personally speaking, by the time of Sweatshop Boys, I'm much more serious talking about race and like not as humorous as yeah. I was from that's yeah. racist because things change in those 10 years. But like, yeah, I don't know how to place it in time or anything like that. No. What was, what was the, I mean, across your whole musical career, your whole trajectory, what was like the one personal highlight that still stands out? Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Probably got to be like Bourdain. Yeah. 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 For sure. I like really wanted that. What was like working with him? Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely one of the the things I'm like proudest of or like just that. And, and I'm talking about just getting a dude's time and working with him and like, you know, um, like creating a real friendship. So yeah, we did two episodes of his, I did music for his episode on Punjab. And then I did right. music for his episode on Houston. And then I really wanted to like take him to eat and, you know, shouts out his producer, Helen Cho, um, uh, uh, like overtime, uh, talking to him and stuff. He finally got to the Queens episode mm-hmm. and was like, all right, let's, let's do this with Eames again. So, uh, and you guys did the Christmas special as well. Oh, right. Then the we fridge. did the Christmas yeah. special before that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> where he also is kind of dismissive at the end, like, who are these dirtbags in my fridge? And well, I, I think, like, well, when we rewatched it. Well, it was like a joke. Yeah. The bit, I don't think he was like really feeling the bit where he's like, oh, like, who are these rappers in my fridge? Or yeah. Whatever. But it is. I mean, you got spit. It was fire regardless. Yeah. Like, but on, on the other end of things like, yeah, we got I got to like take him around and stuff. But on more than any other thing, just talking about like I wanted to do stuff in food or I still might want to do stuff in food or talking about mental health or chemical dependency or like, you know, you know. Uh, like you should do this don't do this kind of thing with restaurants don't put in your own money or like you know and even just seeing how hands-on he was with the music for the episodes like this is cool i like this idea you know like the seeing how he worked as well it was really cool seeing how he would just like respond to me with all these crazy questions about the industry that like this fucking kid you don't know you know like has it was it was definitely cool yeah so i i think stuff like that probably like I think traveling was a a big part of like in general you know was a big part of it um maybe like playing Carnegie Hall that time was pretty cool sick 
Hmm. Yeah, okay. or like Lou Reed asked, uh, saw us play and what? then asked us to go on tour. Wait, word? Why? What wait, happened with wait. that? <laughs> yeah, well, so then we did this <clears throat> Philip Glass Tibet benefit at yeah. Carnegie Hall with like a four piece string section, as that's racist. And, you know, the practice before, like, you know, everyone was practicing in front of people and Lou Reed, like, you know, everyone get out of here. I need to practice. And so we're like, all right, you know, fuck this guy, but this guy's awesome, right? Yeah, we love this guy. This is, yeah, this yeah. is the God, right? Yeah, this, yeah. this is the guy. And so, you know, the next <laughs> day we play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's on the, it wasn't back then yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, is that the guy? He, he, he hadn't made, made yeah. it back then yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. He wasn't on the Supreme right, shirt right, yet. Right. So Who is this guy? He's not even He's on the Supreme shirt. He's old, cranky bastard. Unlike Ghostface, he hasn't been on a Supreme shirt yet. Well, Ghostface was not either, but oh, true, yeah. You mean right? I told you I know nothing about clothes, and so when you say that, like, Mm. I don't actually. You went from North Face in 2002 to Stofa in 2022, basically, yeah. Just just kind of in a haze of uh, Pizza Huts and Taco Bell. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so he kicked you guys out? He's rehearsing. He's like, all right. So then the next day we play, and he's like watching us from the side of stage, and we're like, this is fucking surreal. Like we're we're playing, we're doing like stupid little punk rock things on stage with our rap songs, and Lou Reed's on the side, and we get an email. was he vibing or was he did he yeah he was like late to his own set i think to like he had not i I, I can't remember (laughs) like on that level but just this reality of seeing him on the side right but yeah we got an email that like he he's going on european tour and and we already had dates we committed to and like you know when you're opening for someone you like i don't want to say that money was a part of it but like you get paid like 150 250 bucks as an opening day and it's shit and you end up losing a lot of money and so we we kind of were like all right we have these dates where we're actually making money and so we didn't open for Lou Reed but it's a sick ass though like obviously we're talking about now that's an all-time yeah that so that's another one of those things where so I guess it is validation from like I dare say my peers or like these legends that like you kind of dare I say (laughs) because you might be on a Supreme Show one day yeah you never know oh I don't know yeah shouts out cool compete man (laughs) um do you still have food ambitions because there was a time where you kind of like dabbling in the thought of like a cookbook or some sort yeah, of like I think like food is right? food is like where I still kind of have an interest or a creative inkling in some ways. Yeah. Like I I don't always feel that creative like musically or you know like coming back to it. And and food is also just like any other creative thing for me. Like it depends on mental health and like if I'm doing it consistently. But yeah, I've definitely been interested in not just like food, but notions of like hospitality or or like farming or like you know I've been growing my own vegetables for three years and. You know, that being a part of it or so, you know, cooking and growing and just kind of being more a man of the earth. How's the harvest looking this summer? (laughs) This summer has been shit. It's been really bad. Like the first summer I grew like 60 vegetables. Easy. Second summer (laughs) grew like water, water. And the next summer I grew like, you know, I toned it down like 30 vegetables, water, done, easy. Like this summer, I don't know. I had to, I had to. I, I just got some fertilizer now. It's been two months. <laughs> I, I told you these things work with mental health and consistency. Right? You're not so. in a good place when it's time to reap and now you're sowing the... <laughs> the, you could say, what one the could, fuck? One could say that. Or, you know, climate change. True. It's yeah. also true. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on with the garden, but I, I plucked some green peppers and some tomatoes yesterday. So... Um, it's still like there. It's just right. Yeah. And are you thinking like a lot of room amb- for expansion? Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you thinking like bigger ambitions outside of the kitchen, or like you just want to stick stick to home? I would like to. Yeah, I mean, no, I would like to do like all a bunch of different parts of it, and just like also 
maybe help like encourage others who actually have put their life efforts into it instead of just being this like person who wants to dabble in yeah. food or something like help raise money to <clears throat> help like young people do stuff in food or farming or like clothes or like other businesses that like and I, right now it's just kind of a pipe dream or something that like I'm thinking about, but I want to, is this, is this Ahana industries? This is, yeah. Like, uh, this is, this is, this is, uh, Ahana industries. Yes. Can we talk about it or is it yeah. still just a fucking, uh, twinkle in your it's eye? It's something I made up on LinkedIn. Oh. It's, like, not, <laughs> it's, not, it's real. not a real thing at all. It's like, yeah. it's about it too. As you want it to be kind of, I mean, like I put it out there and you then tweeted like, about it before you deleted all your tweets. Yeah. I delete all my tweets every like two weeks, but yeah, yeah I, I screenshot people. I uh, came up <laughs> with this idea of like, yeah, I mean, all the things I wanted to do over the last like 20 years and just this, like manic kind of uh, creative uh, phase or, or period like a couple weeks ago and you know what I would like to one day do right now I'm very content with like what I'm doing in music and building like you know stuff at Audio Mac for Punjabi UK audiences but um, yeah I'd like to you know get the rich people to give the young people the money to make the things that make a little bit more joy sure. in life mm. and probably particularly like South Asian related stuff um but again, it's just like about having goals and stuff and, and, and coming from like a period of like not, <clears throat> you know, I guess of like deep depression and like not having goals to just right. kind of coming back to it and thinking about like, you know, what, what could I do that would actually make like a, like a good impact? Yeah. Is that a method like baby or, steps. Or, yeah. or like a personal mechanism to like get out of a depression is to like come up with just larger than yourself goals that you can kind of aspire towards or... No, that comes at like a phase where you're already a little bit out of it. Because just okay. to get to the phase where you can think of like having a hope to create some things like that <laughs> or to talk to people to get them done involves like a, a certain amount of like uh, stability and mental health. But uh, but uh, but I mean, it, I think having goals or just like trying to find joy in places, whether it's helping others or identifying like what brings you joy like for me like we were talking about gardening or like when my father passed from covid and like like it was soccer it was gardening mm. it was like watching birds and it was just like yeah i got this stupid fucking arsenal cannon tatted yeah. on me but really it was about like a really tough period of time where like you know i i had kind of gotten dumped my job at spotify like they laid off my group and then my father passed away and then you know i, I moved back in with my mom and it, i was just like what you know, in a period of such like loss or lack of hope, like, like the few things you can do to begin to get to a place where you can mm -hmm. set goals is first identify like, what are the, the things that I find joy in mm. and like being able to have a healthy roster of joy shit, mm. you know, um, the bird watching the vegetables. Yeah. And that roster arsenal. will change and like, yeah. yeah. And like, but, but constantly yeah. copping Johns. Yeah. yeah. And like that, that relates, like I said, to mental health entirely too. I can go like a year without giving a shit about what I wear. Cause if I'm not leaving my house or like going anywhere, who, who really cares? And then, you know, if you start feeling like, all right, I'm in a place where I want to see friends, I'm going to leave my house. I'm like, I'm going to calm down the agoraphobia or anxiety <laughs> right. of like, you know, like whatever COVID or just life or New York or late stage capitalism. And, you know, and you kind of flipped it where we're like, the assumption is that it's like, oh, you try to fill the personal abyss or the void by uh, retail therapy. But you're like, no, no, no. When I'm in a good place, yeah. that's when I want to buy the clothes Positive because it is vibes, when I want to dude. get out there yeah. and look my best and feel my right, best. Right. Because again, just to be in a place where I can imagine myself being right. outside, yeah, right. I have to have a certain amount of like health. And so, yeah, it, like I said, I'll go periods of not really 
caring about what I'm wearing and then just go through those manic periods of buying failure to launch now on DVD yeah. tank tops. And <laughs> what's the most you've ever spent on a rom-com John? Rom-com the hitch John. piece was like a hundred, hundred, 125. Okay. A light one twenty five on the hitch. We merch, had someone recently you know? did a Freddy Krueger t-shirt for like 600. Yeah. And then yeah, like, no, our, I think like the rom com market hasn't been completely like blown out and ruined. No, the like, other like horror, horror, horror and, like, and action. Our guy at General Hospital um, Emmy <laughs> Award three peat, like they won 96, oh, wow. 97, 97, 98, 98, 99. So I got one of those. Dynasty. Those are those are pretty. <laughs> Wait, is it is it's it a dun- real cast and crew? Joint. Is it done up like a like a bulls like three peat on the back? Shirt? They got the Emmys like next to each other, oh, lined up, kind of. Like <laughs> was it one of those daytime shit. Emmys? Was General Hospital or was that? Yeah, pro- it was a daytime okay. soap opera. Okay. Right, 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 right. What was right. Clooney? What was Clooney? Clooney? No, Clooney was maybe he was General Hospital. Yeah, he was. Wait, but it wasn't like for a long no Clooney's ER boys, and that's prime time. That, he might have been both. He might have had, like I said, a small appearance. Oh, okay, saying, all right. Like, he wasn't do the like Google, a do the Google. But anyway, but you're thinking hospitals. You're on Yo, the right yeah. track. But no, ER was the big like you know moment. That's a prime time show. That was Clooney's main role where he blew up. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, so you got the three peat joint. Yeah, so I, I guess I guess just like. <laughs> Yeah, I guess rom com soap. What am I doing? Beans, <laughs> is Bollywood merch ripe for yeah. becoming a fucking the next for carpet bag? I don't know. I don't think it's like cool enough. No. Oh no. Like maybe old school. Bollywood but there's is that cool, one. There's that like one on Netflix know. that's like super a triple R. Yeah. Oh, oh, movie fuck the yeah. I would wear. Year, I would dude. wear a triple R. That shit shirt. fucking smacked. That shit is great. Yeah, that was a fire. Oh, fuck. That's not Bollywood. Yeah, that's yeah. Tollywood. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 But is there? Could you? Is there Bollywood merch on like on eBay? Nah. I mean, or like for that? For that? Like thirst of copying i buy old vintage posters of the mm. films or the vinyls uh but if i'm in like i want to capitalism some bollywood <laughs> shit it yeah. wouldn't be clothes although i did make like a scarf with this actor guru Dutt from the 50s i liked um but like i made with this i forgot the name of the guy i fucking collabed with on that but i did make like a scarf with the old black and white bollywood actor that i would wear yeah damn are you uh are we gonna see any clothing made by heems because you, you always have these like kind of one-off projects, right? And you've mentioned like from time to time, like, yo, I might get into like the making of things that. Yeah, I have like these half-baked shit. ideas that I never carry out. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely, I'll de- I, like if, if I have no idea. Have no okay. Idea. What's the vintage Das Racist and Heems merch hit? Oh, I got days? a box full of these shits. I should see. Oh, I just saw. You, dude, I'm I telling just you. Put us on e- flow. Can I we just, get some shit? I just saw on eBay someone selling like uh, our autographs for like 150 bucks, but no one's going to buy that shit. But, um, <laughs> But yeah, I got a box of some like uh, old Greedhead uh, yeah. and some Das Racist shirts with the Baphomet on them. They were kind of like we were Sit making down, heavy man. metal shirts in like, oh, yeah, oh nine, two thousand. I mean, look at our logo. I mean, that's like the well that everyone keeps going right, back yeah. to regardless. So yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the lowest common denominator. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Basically what we're saying is can we have free t-shirts? I, I definitely have <laughs> some cool shit from like that. I have one, one-offs of stuff that right. was from the Das Racist like samples. There's a lot of, uh, or, like, there's a lot of cool spin. people making a shit that like, that I didn't throw away that I really right. like. There's a lot um, of spin magazine um, of your cover on for selling. Yeah, who's gonna buy that? Guest edited by Patton Oswalt. Right. <laughs> Did you meet him during that process? No. no. <laughs> and I think Ashok's brother wrote the article. Oh, really? really? Yeah, Ashok's brother wrote Nepotism the article. On it, yeah, so there we go. Of course. Yeah. All right. When you are feeling like you want to crawl out of your hole and get out there and see friends, what right. are some New York City food spots that are on the Kimanchu must hit list? Fuck. Because I, I mean, Bourdain, <laughs> no, but Bourdain came to you as like yeah. the, the so, Queens yeah, La- guy. I mean, so Lhasa like, for like Tibetan Nepalese food, Lhasa in Jackson Heights, where mm, I took love Bourdain Nepalese food. There's another place that's just called Namaste Tibet. Like it's um, it's in Diversity Plaza and it's downstairs. That's a place where we we didn't. 
take Bourdain. It was kind of less cool, but I also, and a part of me didn't want it to get blown up a little oh, bit shit. too. You gate kept, bro. A little bit. Like, and you like, kept Bourdain. Lhasa just kind of, <laughs> Lhasa was dope because it was in the back of this like phone card and jewelry shop. Where right. You had to walk through it and find these four little, you know, chairs. Um, but uh, there, there's that place over there. Like, I think it's called Namaste. Um, I went to yeah Sema. I haven't been to Damaka. That's apparently a really cool new Indian place over yeah, the last and they, year. They have a few. They have a few places actually. But Damaka is like the really hard one, and then they, they have a more yeah. like casual spot. That's some people say is even better. But Damaka is. They have a couple, right? What are the, um? What's their? What are they called? Obnoxiously Indian or something? Their hospitality group. Something like that. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's very in your face. Obnoxiously yeah. Indian yeah. hospitality. I'm not like cool enough to get a table there yet. So. Oh, shut the fuck Let's up. Let's see if anyone. I think you need to. I think if you went out there, you're too you humble, kinda, dog. And you what the flexed fuck, your legacy probably, a little bit. Maybe I'd like. I, I hope Some so. rapper you are. What the if fuck? If you flexed your bullshit. legacy, AK wiggled your eyebrows and like they'd see, they'd see the. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm putting it out there right now. Oh, you're so, yeah, yeah. Yo, if your motherfuckers at Demarca are listening, it's like uh, it's a very calculated humility. I didn't try the goat testicles there. I think they were out that day. Uh, and the rabbit? Did anybody get the rabbit, or do you know anyone that's had the rabbit? Is it rabbit brains? No, it's just a, like a slow cooked rabbit that you have to order like months ahead or some oh, shit. No. Oh damn! Not at the market. No, no, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I really don't leave the house, so I can't tell you where to eat or anything like that. Is your mom? Does she cook a lot, or do no, you cook? I mean, my mom and uh, I cook for myself, and she cooks for herself. What's what are you? What's your best dish? Like, are you nice on the sticks? Like, what, what are we I, doing? I don't know. I like now to not like do the same thing every time because it really depends on like the garden and sure. stuff and like what'll come mm. out that day. But um, no, I could mostly do Indian shit and just like my way around like the Indian spice set is much better than like and even my way around like just American like like cooking or food. Like I've never eaten like a meatloaf or, you know, or like, really. Yeah. Or like which I guess isn't that crazy. A loin chop I've never had. <laughs> um, I don't think I've had, had a mutton chop. I've probably had a little. Yeah. Is that a, just a lamb chop? Yeah. yeah. Mutton? Like, but like a big thick, like oh, a, gr- a grown style. sheep, not a, yeah. not a baby lamb. And like, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a big chop, like a bone in. And it just looks like a giant like leg. Yeah. yeah but it's, again, it's yeah. Big, oh, yeah. So I had yeah. a mutton, mutton chop, chop from the Sensuan spot. The, okay. Yeah. 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 Fire. Okay. Yo, yeah. But no, but never meatloaf. Okay. So never meatloaf. No, uh, <laughs> loin chop, uh, pork loin. That's the same pork thing. Pork loin is different. What's, I think it's I've from had a different r- animal, but it's the same part of the body. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think I've had like spare ribs maybe one time. And then a guy who eats Indian like- food all the time was like, this is too dirty for me. <laughs> oh, really? Well, spare ribs are. Yeah, like, Fuck this. <laughs> Isn't that chi- that's Chinese though, right? Like spare ribs. Isn't that like they do? What are, what are like a spare rib? What are bar- like barbecue? American barbecue ribs? Uh, ribs. Well, be- that well, beef ribs are really popular, like big beef ribs, and then they. That's what I'm talking. So I never had little that. pork ribs. Yeah, the pork ribs smaller. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know much about, about clothes. Like, yeah, we gotta take you to a barbecue spot and just fucking do it. Wait, up, when you were dude. touring through America and like hitting up all the college campuses and, and venues, where you just hitting wherever there was Asian food, wherever there was anything Asian of any kind, that's where we would. Water Pen Express. Or like, <laughs> no, we would find like the the real shit like, out there. Yeah, yeah, as yeah. close to the real shit as you could, in, like Indiana or something. But okay. like, I yeah. think that's what another fun thing about touring was was these kinds of like like anthropological shits into like diaspora of like what the different Indian restaurants are like around the kind of country, mm, right? Or like going even to Europe or around the world. I would I would definitely like find out the dope Indian spot in like you know fucking Kuala Lumpur or wherever I was. And so even the the tra- the music and food thing too. I mean, you're traveling around the world. You're either eating like shit from a gas station or like typically really good food or promoters take you to nice restaurants. So it's just one or the other. Where did you have the most surprising fire meal across the globe? Is there something that sticks out like just something that like blew your dick off? You're like, what the fuck? I'm in, you know, Bismarck. (laughs) 
Gary, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Maybe no. I was just thinking about the the. I've been to Romania, and this has nothing to do with food, but that <laughs> place felt like being in Blade. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Well, fucking home of the vampires, bro. Yeah, you see, Andrew, was, you see uh, yeah. Andrew Tate while you're there? Oh, right. It is. Uh, no, yeah. I, I didn't see that guy. That fucking. Transylvania. Right. No, now you yeah, know. Now, now, uh, you felt like you were in Blade Romania. because that's where they're, yeah. they're, they're from. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, I guess, also, but also, I like, the old buildings shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like, the, the vibe, man. It was the What's vibe. What's the capital of Romania? Is oh. it Bucharest? Maybe. I should know this. I'm Bucharest, like Romanian Hungarian, but Bucharest I don't know. Bucharest is Hungary. Oh, no, that's Budapest. Uh, Budapest. Budap- yeah. Budapest. I tried Budapest. to rhyme with you, and, and yes, Budapest mm. and Bucharest do indeed rhyme. We can trust yeah. him. He's, we, if he Does says it rhymes, it rhymes. This is verified. Everybody fucking Romanian just looks like Stephen Dorff. Osama, Obama, Bucharest, Budapest. Right. Oh, I feel like we're cooking up. college. Who is your favorite? So, like, obviously, you were chilling with uh, the Das Racist Fellows and Riz, like, when you're on tour with them. But outside of, like, your your bandmates, who are your favorite fellow musicians to hang out with? Oh, that's a nice question. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, Patrick Wimberly was, and uh, is amazing. And okay. is, like. Uh, who is that? Oh, he was in Chairlift. And okay. uh, he's a producer. And he produces oh, you guys had a, song with a Chairlift, bunch right? of shit. Yeah, we had a song with Chairlift. Yeah. He was in that band, but not, he's a producer right now. I mean, I, a lot of those early days of like Das Racist was coming out of, you know, uh, part of that Williamsburg scene of like MGMT, kids we went to Wesleyan with. And right. Yay right. Sayer and my friend Anand Wilder, who just put out an album this year you should check out. What is the class of 2007 Wesleyan? Did that have the most outsized effect on American <laughs> pop music? 2005 was MGMT. So, okay. So, so that would be that. Okay, 2005, 2007. But you guys overlapped. Yeah. 2006 was Victor. 2007 was me. And then later was like Leaf. Um, Keep Away was my year. If anyone listened to that indie rock band, and uh, what was the hipster frat at Wesleyan? Eclectic, it? eclectic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a frat called Eclectic. It, it was a society. Okay. It started as a literary society. I saw Chromio perform there. <laughs> uh, that, we put on like the best shows in the in the school, and so oh, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I was definitely in that in that group of uh, of oddballs. Chromio played for like a few hundred dollars and a bottle of Jack Daniels, and me and my friend um, Mikey Litwack. Hell yeah, uh, we stole the bottle of Jack Daniels. There was no more alcohol on campus. Right. So this was, it was, okay. Red Eclectic, yeah. 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 Like even the rappers attached to that scene. Also, we haven't mentioned like Vampire so, yeah, Weekend, then, then, like Ezra, right? Yeah. And so, like, Child of the Homie. All the, those kind but, of like, like um, Williamsburg indie rock So these bands. are all your friends. So, yeah. Yeah. It felt like it. It's like Mimi <laughs> or, or just anyone on the last Cesar remix. Like, yeah. And then like, I was going to say like, yeah, but working so with people Danny the la- people and the last chapter, yeah. People in the last chapter meet me in the bathroom and rappers. Yeah. Kind of. And any rapper who's been on Vice. Internet internet rappers. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, like I guess post Def Jux kind of like. Right. 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 Figuring out what rap is now. Bronson, Mayhem Loren. Who was like your favorite? Was it Patrick from chairlift to hang out with and yeah stuff. just to show up just to kick you or like to yeah or any or rappers to i'm probably with. despot yeah probably yeah. alec yeah probably Child alec despot, yeah. or what's, you said besides the i mean like he wasn't a das racist guy so right, probably despot right. yeah. yeah okay what's yeah. the best uh despot story you can you can give us just off the off dome i don't know i was trying Without to think, incriminating him. i was trying to think if he punched me in the face i can't think of any of those <laughs> well you'd I, have a fucking i would remember the ring you'd have a fucking souvenir yeah, For no, sure. I don't have any crazy stories, but it was a, that was a fun tour with him and Danny and stuff. And it went, and that was also was just, Danny fun to chill with. Yeah, Danny was probably like, "What the fuck are these?" Like, it, I mean, yeah, actually, I like your pants. <laughs> That's my Danny. I, I think like yeah, we were we were on one, and the band was clearly breaking up at that point. So uh, Danny was just like, "What have like I gotten myself into bullshit. on this tour?" Yeah. I just get some and Cool like, Ranch Doritos, please. And yeah. like, why am I opening for these fucking idiots? Like, I should be headlining. Right. And so you know, which like obviously leveled out. But, 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, water always finds its level, my friend. <laughs> no, I mean that was that was definitely a fun tour. I'd, I'd say like it was uh, chaotic and shit, but I I don't know as far as like hanging out with people. It was all again, uh, like uh, kind of a blur, man. It's all hate. kind of a blur, so, man. Would you say that like generally, maybe like you guys weren't that fun to be around at a certain point, like straight up? On tour, 30, day, 30 dates were like for like a month and a half living in a van and yeah. hotels with us and being on stage with us. Like, if fuck I was these guys. Bar, I'd be like, fuck these guys. Yeah, 100%. That's yeah. got to be true of most. Anybody. Most, yeah. You get sick of anybody yeah. on the road that much. And like bands are I like. I see Lawrence twice a week. I'm sorry. I mean, like, yeah, you guys know it's like a yeah. business. We're going family, the way of Das so. Racist, yeah. dude. Das, das Racist. Excuse me. Yeah. Yo, real quick. What <laughs> yeah. do you think of people that pronounce it Das Racist? Das. Like you guys are German racists. Yeah, I don't really care das. about it. I guess that was part of the joke. So it's fine. Really? I guess like, oh, really? There's yeah. a layer there? There's a couple layers. There was but like Das Effects was a layer. Okay. Can you das confirm that German. it is Das Racist? It's Das Racist. Das yeah. Racist. Yeah. Yo, and das it came racist. from Wonderschosen, that little, there was like a, oh, yeah, an yeah. early meme Great again. fucking like show. A, of a kid yelling Das Racist, yeah. a proto meme. Slaves yeah. built America. Love built that shit. America. Yeah. <laughs> that, cha- like, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Wonderschosen. If you had to do it all over again. Yes. Starting in 07, whatever. What's the one mistake you would avoid? <sighs> starting when? Like oh, <laughs> oh, six, oh, oh, 05, whatever, like whatever you're from you first oh, 05 to two, 2012. I guess like oh, 09, I would say I started rapping. That's like, crazy. You're like the guy who's like uh, like the transfer who's like comes from wherever, like to America's like, yeah, I'll play football. And they're like a junior in high school. And then it's like getting D1 offers like but yeah, you started so like rapping the, the, when you were like a grown man. Yeah, totally a grown man. Too old entirely, probably. <laughs> and uh, But the whole musical career from Das Racist, Sweatshop Boys, I think Solo sometimes kid. about like whether I would do it again or if I should have just been like, a, like, you know, an Indian kid that just did like, you know, has like a, a like job an, and, a like, civilian? and like, you know, is like Owen's apartment. Like I do think you, about comparing myself to my cousins and like other people that I've like grown up with and being the one kind of oddball in the family. Like, would I do it again? If I had to like answer that, like I would do it again, which to other people, they're always like, obviously you would do it again. But if you I'm can't change like, who you are, if you're the black sheep, like it, you couldn't even change. Yeah, But, that, but right? I, sometimes I do think like if I could not do music and just not have to talk, not have talked to like not have done that. Right. A big part of me would have probably not wanted to have been in music and would have like thought, I think about a parallel life where I didn't do any mm. of this shit. And like that life seems appealing to me very often. So there's often. a parallel timeline where where alternate universe Hemon. I didn't go to Wesleyan. Like, I went to Dartmouth. Right. Okay, and, you're driving uh, a Volvo. I just, you're married. Like, kids? Only hung out with like Indian people and continued like, or oh, didn't hang out with like like white people. You were poisoned by. Yeah, you're getting a table for eight at Damaka. Yeah, I'm easily getting that table, right? <laughs> Not because I did anything cool, just because I'm rich as fuck, right? <laughs> uh, probably started some kind of a cool company thing but do, are you happy that you did do the music thing and yeah and then then i think like that come on like of course like i'm happy it's cool because you want to be on this podcast yeah, other, that other guy's not doing any podcasts well it's also way. like there wasn't other shit like that and if i do think about it like you know it it i mean i think it, it is it was cool i think to do to be indian and like as much of a cliche or how i feel weird about talking about this kind of stuff or not but i did break with like a lot of the norms of like my oh, my absolutely. personal experience yeah, 100%. and not all indian people have this experience a lot of them grow up with parents who are into music or into like follow your dreams but you know i i wavered back and forth on the do i feed into like the asian parents don't support your music thing or do i not i can only speak on my shit they, they definitely like weren't into it and stuff so <laughs> really? yeah so that like has a a big view as well on like how i look at shit but if i had to do anything different i don't know it's either Get like a, a whole manager. bunch of shit i was thinking about that i was <laughs> like what your drink in rapungi yeah 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 cover my drink in rapungi is one <laughs> 
I don't know. I really don't. I, Take the Lou Reed kick. I mean, is there? If it's you, either like a hundred things or nothing. Like, right, it's, it's, you fair. can't really like think about it in those terms. And like, because like part of me is like, if you guys, if the friendship and that closeness and then the working relationship, like, clearly created this fucking divide. Oh, there's no like, I wish we preserved the friendship or anything. No, no, like. not even that. But I'm just like, if you guys had like a real manager or like, were you recorded by major labels? Like, yeah, yeah. I never. So felt, you could have maybe gone a different route where like maybe now there's. Yeah, still but I never would have given up that 15 or 20 percent to some dude who could do what I could do. Like that it just was. Did you might have done a better job. Though, I was bro. fucking <laughs> coming from like doing million dollar contracts for like Wall Street execs as a headhunter and right. signing like managing directors at Goldman Sachs and to the point where I was going to let somebody my age do like a contract. Let one of those guys do your contract. And, and, yeah. and for some of those situations when like, when like, yeah, I should have probably like calmed down and let somebody else sure. do shit. But there were a lot of situations where like, I'm like I said, I'm glad we own our masters. I'm glad right. we didn't sign it to a major. And like, so there's a lot of shit that I look back and I'm like, yeah, but I mean, the, if a, if the easiest, band Das races, the easiest answer to your question is like, yeah. I would have been more present for it. Right. Mm, and okay. that can be a bunch of different things. Right. But I would have been 100% more present for that experience. Yeah. Respect. Um, was there any single like moment that was there a decision to kind of leave the spotlight behind and, and kind of become more of like a nine to five guy, like working a job out in the suburbs? Yeah. I think maybe that's part of what I was talking about, about like that parallel path. And like for me, I've, I find myself often like, like, I don't know if it's because of this career with ups and downs or like this or not downs just with really high highs or like whether for, can you repeat that? Yeah. Like, uh, like was there, was there a, was there a fork in the road or did you just kind of like fall back into like that parallel life? Oh, so I did. So I always thought about that parallel life. And then I, I, I kind of find myself between like wanting to go back to a version of myself that like I idealized that didn't exist or like been totally like changing myself for a future where like I, I have to change myself for it instead of like being in like the right now and 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 like n not in the midst of this entire existential life like overhaul. <laughs> but I I at some point needed to like yeah be in a healthier stable environment where I'm not like living in a van or a hotel right. and where like I don't care what some fucking 15 year old in some <laughs> town that I don't give a shit about said about like yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm wearing and like you know or you know I'm not getting like this false sense of validation from this world that it shouldn't be as important yeah. as like the actual real world that's around me and stuff so like I I think for where I am like I feel like I made some cool shit for a while Facts. and that shit is, is cool as it is there. Right. And I leave it there. Mm. And then like, now there's like a bunch of cooler, younger people doing ill shit that like, I get to give a platform to mm -hmm. whether at Spotify or now audio Mac, or like there's entire cultures like with Punjabi, what like I'm, I want to put it on the map, like Afro beats where like, you you can hear it in my voice. Like the, the passion comes back in these other ways. Right. right so right. like I am, I'm kind of in that zone right now where I want to like, yeah, like I'm happy with the nine to five, but it's a, it's not like what what is my nine to five? I listen to music, I talk right, to right, artists, right. Yeah. I like you know talk to other. It's an extension of the old teams, but in a less chaotic way. Not to be reductive, but you kind of had your cake and you're getting to eat it too in a different way. I and like you know fuck the humility. It's hard to be like an artist who gets to transfer to the other side of shit. Right, it's like my man Nate, who was in the mighty mighty Boss Tones and then signed the Weekend. Nate out, you know, and there's like. A couple Damn. other fucking Yo, people. That guy, what the fuck? <laughs> Wait, what did he do? Did he play trombone in the Boston's? What was his? I don't know what he played, but he then he just became an A and R, and like I kept. In and he touch found the with... weekend. 
He was at uh, my guy could scan. Yeah, he at Universal <laughs> signed the weekend. That's fire, bro. How and rich like, is he now? And but I would like look out. Who are these guys who have who have figured out the formula? Who and, like, signs the paychecks? Like who who's made it from being in a band, not just like being washed up or totally having to recreate their career or not dying of an overdose or like yeah, not right. you know like who and how have they made it and what have they done and you know whether they're still doing music, whether it's something totally different. How many like ex musicians now have like gone to like data boot camps or like, <laughs> you know, like the, that is a subset of musician in their thirties, you know? So totally, this is the, the world as like a 37 year old yeah. fucking washed you didn't have up. To compl- I was going to go yeah. with washing up music. You well, that's, completely- so rap- rappers never survived past like 35. Yeah. So now there's this whole new fucking like, uh, I don't know, final frontier, but it, it's part of like, even back then, like I wasn't present, right? But I was thinking about I'm going to need a nine to five, ten years from now, so I should manage this band. Mm. So it fucked me to not be in the present, but like at the same time, looking yep. ahead like that, I kind of like that was a trade off. Clearly, you yeah, know? I, I it's the trade off of being someone who is like anxious about the future and depressed about the past. Oof, that's a yeah, that's a tough combo. Oh, sorry, yeah. sorry, you brought, sorry you brought up that depressive <laughs> bummer. Yeah, for the last hour and fifteen minutes, <laughs> we, we made a record in my life. Oh no, no, no! I, I guess I've talked about mental health already. Great, true. No, uh, what do you think of Nav? Speaking, of, I mean, talk about fucking. Yeah, Nav is you're right. breaking down barriers and and letting these the first brown boy to get popping. Nav, 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 Nav. All right. So at first, I would have been like, "Fuck this guy," you know, whatever. And <laughs> you know, season. I don't know if it's like fuck other Indian people making music. There could only be one. You know, if you go like to a party and there's another Indian guy and you're like, "Hey." Tonight, I'm the Indian guy tonight. Like, <laughs> you got to check your schedule and go to a different one. Yeah. You know, fuck you. And then like. You're so the right place. You're down the block. Yeah. So that's how me and Dap became best friends. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, and uh, there, and so there was a bit of that. And then there was just like a bit of curiosity. But then one, the guy makes good music. Great and producer two, too. like everybody's like friends with him. So it's like, he's got to be like a good, good time or like a what good think, guy. What do you he's think? Be his, like, what do you think of his Dusty Caesar? Yeah, I mean, I think there's a school of like, which you also have the Amelie bangs, like a little bit, like. Oh my, my Amelie bangs are gone now. I don't yeah. know what I'm doing. We, we were looking at the picture and we were dying because you literally look like the little lad from the berries and cream Starbucks. Right, shit. right. <laughs> no, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I wanted to feel like you know when girls start pretty. going through like a phase and they get yeah, yeah. bangs. I, yeah. I wanted to feel how like he's got his groove back. He got bangs. Yeah, right? exactly. I was. Thinking, <laughs> I, I actually was. Thinking, there was change like, your hair, change your life. There was a how Stella got her groove back and Amelie kind of moment going yeah. on there for sure. <laughs> Does it bother you that Nav calls himself the first brown boy to get it popping when that is empirically false? No, I, but, and it's and not Dab. because it's me. It's because it's like Apache Indian or it's like Bapi Lahiri okay, or it's touche. like the guy from Corner Shop, that band <laughs> that did Everybody Needs a Bosom for Your Pillow. Uh, or there's been a lot of brown people. Do you think he, he can't listen, be the first. But I think he's, he's talking about hip hop, right? Do you think he listened to that? To get racist? it popping? No, yeah. he has no idea who I am. Yeah. Really? Oh, really? No idea no, who I am. How famous do you guys think I am? That's why I'm shocked Pretty here. fucking famous. I mean, Nav is... Pretty fame, more famous than you. Yeah, and Nav, Nav has no idea who I am. Most like real rappers have no idea. But, but. he might have been. He mm. might have been in his like teens when like Das Race was at its peak. Yeah, but he's Canadian. Canadian. Sweatshop, like Sweatshop you, Boys too. Like Nav might know who Riz is. I don't even know if Nav knows who Riz is. I mean. <laughs> you know, does Riz know he's that? Like, oh yeah, Sound of Metal. That was sick, right? You know, <laughs> like what do you think? Like, but actually, no. Uh, okay, uh, like 
No, because rap rap fans do like Riz because of the night of. So I've seen. Oh like, sure, you Smackin'. know, like Travis Scott and Ky- and Kylie Jenner, and like sh- I'm hanging out like ten feet away from Kylie Jenner at Coachella, and Travis Scott is talking to Riz about how much he loves the night of, and and Big Riz John is just guy. like you know American rappers or something in his <laughs> right, head, right. and I'm like you know what is going on? Who when uh, Das races when it was at its peak, and we've talked about a lot of awesome people like Lou Reed uh, and Bourdain and all that. Was there someone super surprising that you're like i can't believe they're a fan that like maybe gave you some love whether it was public or per- like private like are you just like what the fuck no i can't think of anything really okay. i mean there were probably like we got all the name drops out of the way in the first hour <laughs> i'm trying to think in the other direction if it was somebody where i'm just like how did they come across yeah. this like 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 a politician or somebody random or something like who's that director that was dating like harry styles olivia munn no, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. Right. Who used to be married to Sudeikis or was with Sudeikis. Right. Rest in peace to Olivia Newton-John, too. Yo, 100%. Yeah. Let's not bury the big rip. Big rip. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, <laughs> was she a fan? I think she tweeted about like pizza. Pizza Taco Bell got to people. So it was uh, kind of like right. weird. Was she like, came up bit. recently, too. Oh, Kareem. Yeah. She just loved Kareem's Egyptian, right? She just loves. I think she likes brown. Is guys, Kareem so. a film producer? No, Kareem is a comedian. Oh, right. Wait, he, a TV kind of online TV thing. Or you yeah. Cut this part out. No, no, it's fine. No, no, I don't know. What the fuck oh, that's well, fine. you kind of nailed it, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, right. But uh, OK, so trying to live you a while. But so okay, she was so, talking with it. All right. That's cool. He, yeah. so you mentioned we mentioned not Nav, Nav's Dusty Caesar. <laughs> Nav. And that's ra- Nav racist. Nav, Dos racist was uh, I mean, you guys had like a look that was kind of like people had to focus on like the hipster rap shit, right? Like the skinny jeans. And the no, we got a, we got a rap for, cause like Victor dressed in like thrift shop stuff and was like yeah. California punk shit. And I like, it's not like I had what a great sense of style or anything. Japanese I mean, apparel. I came out of like wearing Echo in high school and shit like that. So it's not like my sense of, but it, but it was I very, do think we once stole Echo together. I will say that in high school. Oh shit. The fucking place with the clothes. Yeah. You know yeah, I, yeah. I actually wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah. Was that real? That was that real. Was real. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember things. Wait, what's there so Okay. This, so we went to Stuyvesant, which was in Tribeca, which it sounds crazy to say right <laughs> Yo, now. Thank you for but remembering Tribeca. This. <laughs> was a bit of a rundown spot. In, like once you got off like Chamber Street and like Dwayne and Reed, there was like an industrial part of Tribeca and there was this warehouse. And after 9-11 too, it, it, there was like, well, especially after 9-11. Yeah. But like what Tribeca is now, like, you know, sky rises, terrorist with everything like that didn't really exist to this extent when we were there in like early 2000s. And there was like a warehouse where clearly a bunch of shit had fallen off a truck and it was just mostly <laughs> echo and you could go in there and it was such this like open floor space that you could just like stuff your pants with echo and stuff your jack with echo and just walk out it was all kinds of it was triple five soul too oh. it was like that that era of clothes there was yeah. echo there was some crazy anime shirt button down shirt a- i had it was academics uh pre mm. academics. yeah niche yeah. uh mecca and then the anime at, shirts were big back then. The Dragon Ball Z shirts. Exactly. It was some of that shit. And, and definitely like. um, Was the tree. Oh, L- LRG. Yeah. There was some LRG. I was yeah. into them, I guess, a little bit in, in high school. But yeah, uh, certain different people from school stole a lot of shit from that place. And then yeah. we all would see each other wearing those clothes yeah. at school and kind of give <laughs> each other like a head nod because it was different crews of people, too, who didn't really mix. But the I guess fashion here being like a unifier. Right. Or like it was like. Some of the Indian kids, you know, some of the white kids, some of the Korean kids and, you know, all, you know, and we stole so much shit from the, like those places. I don't know had what to, that the was. Great unifier. Everybody thievery. just packed their bags and pants full of shit and walked out yeah. of there. Like they had to have known yeah. 
feeling like they cast, didn't go you know it was dope T- tent and trails i guess too was like oh that was the right there yeah tribeca yeah so you, south. Just, you couldn't really steal from there as much no no but right they had the, dope north right by the new york doll strip club where somebody got murdered outside of it uh with a with a brick only once back of the dome oh with a brick when we were in school oh okay when we were in school there shout that guy just looking for a good time when you went from New York City to Wesleyan, was there like culture shock? Because you're going from like it wasn't Queens. like New York City culture. Yeah, I mean, did people fuck with the way you like all your echo? Oh, I told you some. No, I had like a giant Cuban cubic zirconia earring, like that. Yeah. Like rich kids from Wesleyan were just like, look at this poor fuck, you know. Um, and Freaks then, of CZ. Yeah, you might as well have poor written on your forehead. You know, I was wearing like like the Nuggets throwback jerseys, but not even <laughs> like I could afford the Mitchell and Ness, just right, like right. the replica fucking <laughs> shit. And not stitched on, you know, Averex jackets, right. smoking Newports, and like, you know, somebody would be like, "Yo, can I buy a cigarette?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, man." Oh, Newport! <laughs> like, you know, a second ago, like I wasn't feeling like any worse or better about myself, right, and then right, you right. fucking come over here At, looking for a favor, a handout, <laughs> Newports. You know, like fuck you, man. I suburb in Newport. I don't <laughs> smoke them. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They want a Parliament light, dude. And then, I, and then I remember when like the Bluetooth ear things became cool i guess in new york or when they became a like thing the, ear, the earpiece the ear bluetooth yeah. you know thing i definitely was walking around campus with that <laughs> and like an averex jacket and everyone's like look at this fucking jerk off you know <laughs> so i i was that guy for a while and then did you relish that though or or did it make you feel bad i think slowly yourself? it made me change how i dress oh, and damn, like okay. into like whiter shit probably yeah. damn you're bullied wesley so. had like a, has a weird or had has does have like a a very blue blood like through line like they're big into hockey and shit right like yeah and there's fraternities at the same time as like all the grateful dead hippie shit and mm. like hipster shit there's you know there's old you know delta kappa epsilon and there's like really yeah. old it's an Duke. old ass school because yeah. like a, you know eclectic we were talking about the art like it got, it got banned it got yeah, i don't even know what's going on with that but that shit's from like 1837 so yeah, yeah damn. it's it's there's some old white shit going on real there. roots dude secret societies and shit looking back what's a personal style phase you went through that you now regret the most and you have to name one you can't play it off it's like oh no regrets i just probably being sickly thin like oh, yeah, there yeah. was a period with blonde hair where i was sickly <laughs> thin like wearing a lot of designer and stuff and it's not so much the clothes what year like is this, the blonde is this hair. Is solo era 15 yeah okay. that it was more the, just the not being healthy. So it's not like a clothing thing, but just like just yeah. bad vibes, like just cursed vibes. Yeah, like just just uh, like inside to outside. Yeah. Heroin chic or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Was that you trying to like, is that like succumbing to external pressures of like now I'm a solo artist, like I'm trying to figure this out on my own. And it's like people influencing you to like the the weight loss. Yeah. Or to, or to lose weight or to dress a certain way or spend your money. A certain no, way it wasn't or- so much as a solo artist, but it was just like uh yeah, just not being healthy and like, and then also, like I said, like these manic kind of episodes of wanting to dress up and wearing Margella and mm-hmm. wearing like all these shits and spending mad money on like, you know, these brands and Hermes scarves, of course, like blowing fucking sick, five to 10 grand over, like, you know, uh, on just the scar and then losing them <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. throughout the country, yeah. <laughs> you know, like leaving them Follow about. the trail of Hermes scarf scarf tears. That, yeah. that started the Hermes thing with, um, being insanely out of my mind at an airport in Copenhagen and then just ganking a fucking scarf from the, from the shop at duty free. Really? And then like spending <laughs> the next three days paranoid, I was going to get arrested. Yeah. You weren't like on your like, ASAP Rocky locked up in Sweden shit. Yeah. That's a different story. I can't get into about <laughs> Sweden and yeah, I didn't get treated like him, but uh, for a different time. Oh yeah. really? Okay. Damn, well, okay. Part two. 
Um, well, you're looking healthy now. You're healthy. On yeah. The inside, on the outside. <laughs> convincing. Convincing. You think you got, <laughs> you, got, right, right? you got fulfillment and nourishment coming straight from the garden. But we got to talk about everyone's favorite topic. <gasps> How much money do you make? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. I make a good I make enough now yeah. for me to like live the way I want to live. Nice. But I can always make some more if, That's facts, if bro. my bosses are listening. How much money did you make as a rapper? There was a year where I made like two hundred grand. That was like a the, from straight rapping. From rapping. And then, yeah, we didn't get again merch deals. We didn't get partnerships. Right. But this is two thousand. Oh, we did get a, a Kmart like ad once. What? Word? Yeah. Was that the single actually big- the, yeah, the Kmart ad was like this one of the probably the singlest big like the sing, singlest biggest that's <laughs> racist check, and then just now Sweatshop Boys got put in two episodes of Miss Marvel, which oh. is like oh shit, you got bro. the MCU yeah. money. So now, oh not just that, bro. They mentioned Sweatshop Boys in the MCU, bro. I'm like in I'm in you the guys universe. exist in the MCU, right? Yeah. Which is I guess somebody explained to me Riz is also. An actor, and he's also in the MCU. Oh, from, is he? Oh, is he? From, yeah, I guess so. Oh, and so shit. he's he's in the he's in Venom, I think. So he's in the MCU. Oh, that's right. Wait, so they, with, they with Tom Hardy, up. he's in Venom. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, is he the yeah. bad guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he plays he's like, like the social media. Tech oh, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. He was the same tech startup bad guy in Born too. In Born. In, in one of the Bourne movies, he well, was in oh, there the playing like Renner, the one with Renner. Right, right. Oh. The, the, yeah, my the, favorite the musician, the whack one. Jeremy Renner. Which yeah, the yeah, Sweatshop yeah. Boys are also in the Bourne cinematic universe? No, just Riz. No. Okay. I, I okay. would love that, obviously. I'm a huge yeah. Bourne fan. Right, I'm right. a Bourne man. You're a Bourne man. <laughs> yeah, I'm a big Bourne <laughs> He was man. born to run. You're dude. born like I'm this. I'm a Bourne man. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. It's Hemon. Wait, was the Walmart check the biggest single paycheck you ever got? And then give us the figs. Or was it or was it the MCU? The Kmart check was like 30 grand or something. And Uh, what was that? What was uh, Marvel? Like 10. Oh, well, total or (laughs) what was your cut? So two out you said two episodes. So that's my cuts were different for each band (laughs) because based on one's divided by three and one's divided by two. Mm, kind of, but then the producer Dad got, got a, a third. I think the Kmart shit I made like fifteen stacks, and then like the Marvel shit maybe like around ten stacks or something. Okay, did you blow it all instantly? I the, the clothes I'm wearing right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Prada boots and everything. What was after the Kmart check? What was the Attaboy then? Like, what did you get yourself as like a celebratory gift, or maybe nothing? But I know that money went. Somewhere. I can't legally say. Oh, okay, <laughs> respect, respect. Yeah. Okay, yeah. say less. <laughs> what was the biggest bag you ever fumbled? Yeah. Oh God, like my stock shit. Oh man, I don't want to talk about it because it's mad painful. But Wait, what you do you mean? Like what? I, Your stock shit? I I fumbled like fifty stacks, like uh, as a bag. Oh, like uh, at a former employer that is now publicly traded. Maybe something like that. Okay. okay. All right. Oh, All right. I see. I see. I see. We just meant like like you guys. You know, Das Racist being like a, a fucked up liability, like blowing an opportunity with a sponsor. The whole band probably breaking up was the bad. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Fumbled, as right. we established, or just right. the whole band existing. Like, so Pizza Hut and Taco Bell never approached you guys ever. Or no, the one association we had with them is we played a show in Korea, and like the promoter that night got like Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, uh, from Seoul to like uh, be like a co-sponsor of that okay. event. That's the closest we came. <laughs> but there to, was like, never like a deal and there was for a, a fire. On stage that night, that was cool. <laughs> Korea was cool, and that was yeah. before Some I fire got punched in both Bell. eyes by Dap. Yeah. Wow, what a fucking night! Yeah. Um. So, obviously, you guys have some legendary nights under your belt. What was the most that you ever spent in a night just partying? 
I don't know. Nothing more than like a grand or something. Okay. Nothing more than like. Humble. I guess when you're a talent, you don't really spend yeah, your money. Hopefully right? not. No, I, I definitely. I mean, like, yeah, nothing crazy like that. No. What do you like to spend your hard-earned money on these days? Besides soccer jerseys, and fertilizer, boots, and fertilizer. That's a great fucking trio right there, though. Yeah. I don't, do I need to spend my money on any more shit? No, dude, I don't that's know. A you tell us for sure, doggy. I was gonna get a car, and then I heard. I mean, I have right now like a. What am I whipping? I'm whipping an ES 300 2010. And I was thinking about getting something new. Bluetooth in that bitch. And <laughs> I think it does. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, it's still got CDs. So yeah. Very Which is great. reliable. Yeah. yeah. And so show me and Tash, my boys who know about cars, were, oh. or show me who knows about cars, the director from, you know, all this shit. Tash was like, me. don't buy a car right now. And your Lexus is cool. And so now. <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm gonna get a paint job. Maybe that's Ooh, what I'm gonna get is ice cream paint. Maybe job. get a little paint job. I think Shout that's my Duros. next big thing. All right, I like that. Yeah, Eames, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Matters before. Yeah, you get out of here. Right, right, and head back to Hicksville. Right, um, Plainview. Yeah, but Plainview. next door. Get yeah, some sure. same shit. Yeah, get some. Uh, yeah, right now, skinny <laughs> jeans picked up from the from the Punjabi yeah, Taylor, Prince Taylor, um, Prince Taylor. We yeah, want Punjabi. I've, I've Punjabi. learned. I started correcting people late into oh, my really? life. Really, Punjabi. Punjabi. Not to be confused with Punani, you juvenile fucking children. Bam. Punjabi. Punjabi. So yeah. it was Punjabi MC. Yeah. And people just all this and everyone just print all the white people. He even spells it P A N J A B I. Really? Some really? people anglicize it as Punjabi with P U. Some people anglicize it Damn. as A. But I, even Punjabi. at like Audio Mac at work, like I let everybody say Punjabi for like nah. a year, and then I was just and like, then you flip it on. Hey, that's guys. a that's an alpha move. I've also let people mispronounce my name for like a year on. What's end. the biggest mispronunciation? My boss at Spotify called me Heman for like a year. Like there was an N at at the end of the abbreviation, so it wasn't quite Himanshu or Hema. Right. It was just trapped in the middle. Damn. And then like maybe after like a year, I was like, it's gotta be one or the other. Yeah. You know, make up your mind though. She was just so cool. I didn't want I felt yeah. bad like right, right, right. It wasn't like from a place of, you know, malice or anything, but right. eventually you gotta be like, yo, you're pronouncing my name. Yeah, wrong. but I think for other other people they might not wait a year. Like, yeah, right. right, 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 right. You know? Well, yeah. Kids, we want to offer up some constructive criticism because sure. you're doing fucking well. Sure. You're, you're out here putting on Punjabi. Uh, MCs and B boys, not just Punjabi MC, right? And that like fucking um, like the UK mainly focus on the UK scene, UK, Europe, Canada. I'm out here just doing like global music. You're yeah. out here doing global music. You're harvesting global Lord's vegetables. Work. Yeah, pushing a fucking ES two hundred or three, whatever. Three, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Add yeah. another fucking digit. It's okay. It's fine. It's <laughs> we want to offer up some constructive criticism so you can do even better. Please, please, right? Please. Um, I'll go first. You know, we you talked about your your rich. Uh, history as a youth, you yeah, kind of, yeah. uh, you know, or in organizational activities. Sure, sure. <laughs> Why don't you resurrect the third world gang that you started at Sty High and let's fucking get in some gray market activities. What, kind of, what kind of activities are we talking about here? Stealing jackets. Yeah. Oh, so just sure. go back in time. Like, let's, yeah, let's years. rob the Prada store. Let's I'd get that fucking, that. whatever that warehouse was that had all the echo, let's get that popping again. So that really happened. That really happened. <laughs> I love how we got to the bottom of that. Or that honestly, it was a it joy was, to watch you guys get to the bottom of that. It felt like a fever dream because it was so easy to steal right, so well, much clothing. There was, I mean, again, I just don't remember a lot of shit, man. I smoke a lot of weed and stuff. And then also around- Were you smoking the, on the pier? Yeah. And then around 9-11, like my head went crazy yeah. when that happened. And, and so it was that also was tough to like remember how much <laughs> shit was real. Yeah. And like, you yeah. know, you know. Because it was when you see two planes in a building, you're like, is this real? And so stealing uh, an EJ clothes, right. you're like, <laughs> part of like that weird period yeah. of time was this. It was okay. all a dream. That's fair. 
Um, great <laughs> constructive criticism, James. Thank always. you. How was that constructive? What did you say, bro? It just fucking. Chill, okay, bro. sorry, man. Come on, sorry, man. guys. Can we do our job? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. really. Yeah, go ahead. Heems. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, tell me. When's the last time you hit the booth and you spit? Can you remember? Yeah, I can remember. When is it? When was it? I did a thing for your old Droog, uh, like a couple of weeks ago. Like a feature? Like a feature, but like he kind of told me what to say for the feature. He had something in mind. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, respect. All right. Yeah. Well. Obviously, you're kind of like not in retirement, no, but yeah, you obviously like, don't rap as much. I'm thinking maybe we could maybe break you oh, off a little it. bit and you could spit a quick 16 about fashion podcasting for uh, maybe get us a new little theme song. I can, I can try to put some bars together about fashion. Stofa these nuts. Yeah. How does it, you just want me to spit like 16 is way too much. I'll do a couple bars. Yeah. Like right, like now. right now, right now, yeah, yeah. Oh, off the dome? Right now? No, not yeah, off the dome. But anytime we have like whether it's a, 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 we'll say an artist, so a rapper or a comedian, and we're like, tell us a joke or spit us some bars, everyone's like, yo, fuck you. Like, but this is go. The floor is yours, dude. If Whatever you, wanna, you want. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, man. Oh, it's cool, man. So, <laughs> Larry and Jimmy, yo, I'm hanging on the pod. When it comes to clothes, man, they the fit gods. <laughs> Jimmy, that's my man. Yeah, we used to go to Sty. Jimmy on the pod getting guap, man. He fly. <laughs> Larry in the chair with the mic on his hand. Larry, he the man. He got the master plan. Woo! <laughs> got a little MacBook. Make a little rap. Talk about the clothes for the kiddos. That's a fact. <laughs> Up in Greenpoint. Hey, yo, look at the view. <laughs> Hey, yo, my girl wearing Chanel. Look at my boo. <laughs> yeah, I call her Coco. She say that it's true. She say, you wearing so much Prada. I want to be with you. <laughs> Something like that? Yeah, that's, I love, that was fucking right, awesome. Um, all right, that's an all timer. I don't know why I like camera. Yeah. <laughs> you were fucking, that was beautiful. Yeah. That was beautiful. Oh, man, still got it. You still got it. Switched it on. You switched it on. Woo. Heems, thank a you bike. so much for coming wow. on to and rapping about the only podcast that matters. <laughs> yes. I hope you had as much fun as we this did. This was fun. Where can the kids follow you? What do you want to plug? The floor is yours even more so than it just was when you spit off yeah, the Yeah, fucking at Nehru Jackets on IG, at Himanshu. Don't actually follow me there because I'll delete I delete everything good good Twitter follow though no in, great in those, in those two exists. weeks yeah in those two week bursts great Twitter yeah follow. yeah well, depending on my manic state of mind maybe <laughs> yes. Twitter maybe uh, IG I'm not really pushing shit out there right now you know what I'm saying Stay just try to know. be a good person find your pockets of joy mm. you know golden rule you know do unto others you know what I'm saying like life is real hard right now try to be there you know be present appreciate the small things you know what I'm saying like um you know, treat the elderly well. Mm. Um, stop Asian hate. Black Lives Matter. Facts. Um, and yeah, just like, um, you know, if you're out there, anybody and you're out there struggling and you're really vulnerable and stuff, you know, just like, look, you could even you can you can do things. You can get out there. You can you, even you can be on the throwing fits pod one day. So <laughs> I just want to give day. them a moment of hope. <laughs> Aim like, higher is what I would say. <laughs> to that that's Teams. all I got yeah. you're the fucking bro. man bro thank, thank you so man. much dude. Jeff take us out yeah.